Mario, the South Australian Nintendo podcast that is backed by 120 Power Star Racing. I'm your host, Drew Agnew, and The Doors, episode 259, are open. Hope you're going well, because I have a very exciting announcement to make. I've got a brand new co-host. If you look back at some of the episodes we've done the last couple of months, you might say I've been having a good friend on more than multiple times. His name's Josh, and um, I'm really excited to have him on. Josh, welcome to the show, and um, welcome to the House of Mario. Drew, thank you so much for having me, mate. Uh, I've done encores. I've done heaps good recordings with you before, but I don't think a natural House of Mario. So absolutely honoured. And uh, oh, it's like, yeah, I'm like so um, amazing of you to have me and, you know, to be here right now. Really appreciate it. Yeah, you finally made it onto a numbered episode. <laughs> what a what an absolute um, milestone to reach. <laughs> oh, man. I like, like, uh, I lo- love the show and I've always uh, listened to it and it sort of inspired me to do podcasting um, in my own so- so- stuff as well. So uh, to be here and uh, to be part of it now, to be uh, ongoing, is a, it's a pretty cool thing. It's like whenever I'm on an episode of Nintendvania, I'm like, oh, I can't listen to it this fortnight. I'm on it. You know, I've already, I've already heard it. I heard it straight out my own <laughs> mouth. So there's no point listening to it. But now I've sort of ruined it for you too. You're like, oh. You have actually, yeah. Yeah, like what are you going to so, listen to on Tuesdays now? Oh, I mean, I, I listen to a lot of podcasts, so I think I can find a, another one to <laughs> fill in the time. Um, oh, to, to have, to, have uh, to be part of this, it will more than make up for it though, I think. I reckon. Okay, I'll keep you in check, man. We'll uh, we'll uh, we'll have some fun along the way. Yeah, absolutely. And um, yeah, yeah. This episode, I just really want to sort of concentrate on, you know, sort of, I guess, getting the audience to know you if they haven't uh, ran into Nintendovania. You're you're like a, you're a Nintendo podcast, or um, heard you on other House of Mario episodes. It's been a few, so if they've missed them all, they're they're, they're doing it on purpose. So we might not hear back from them anyway. Just actively trying to ignore <laughs> me or something like that, but um. Yeah, like, yeah, Josh is the name. Um, been doing this sort of podcasting stuff for a couple of years now, sort of uh, yeah. hearing you and the Bryce back in the day um, on the House of Mario, like another South Australian podcast. And I'm, I'm from Adelaide, so I'm not too far away from you. You're in the southeast of SA, so it's about a four-hour drive. You know, that, that's the closest I am to any other Nintendo podcaster in the world, uh, <laughs> talking to them. Um, but, yeah, I just... I like a massive, like lifelong Nintendo fan um, is me um, heavily, like, like, like started with the 64 era as a kid getting a hand me down 64 from some friends of ours and borrowing their games, you know, and, um, you know, just have great memories of playing like Super Mario 64, Mario Kart 64, just all this sort of the fun that uh, the 64 brought this sort of multiplayer box of uh, endless imagination and so that was just a bit of a um oh the rest was always going to be history because i f- fell in love and you know bought, bought a gamecube when no one else did i was the only kid at school with a gamecube and um that was the first thing i bought with my own money that i had from uh, like pocket money things like that and so um yeah just something about nintendo i just love so much and just their games are just so fun and uh, um imaginative and, and timeless in a way that uh, you know i don't think any other game publisher or developer really captures the way that, that they do. Yeah. There's a bit of a love-hate relationship there in some ways, but it's always, you know, great quality games for the most part, especially like the ones you can, you know, rely on, like the, the, the bigger names. 
maybe not some Mario sports games and stuff like that. <laughs> but oh, oh. you know, you can always sort of uh, you know rely on them and um, have some fun with them, which is which is great. And I guess just before we we dive into things a little bit more deeply when it comes to like your gaming history. I really, really appreciate you um, coming on the show and, you know, being my co-host because um, I think for the last few years, it, it has been, it was difficult when Bryce left and it was probably more difficult than I originally thought as well. Just, you know, I had been doing solo episodes. So, you know, I thought, oh, look, I'll just step into that and I'll just continue that on because I am a dad and, um, you know, it's harder to sort of work in with other people's um, schedules and that. And, uh I think um, I I held the House of Mario like so close that, you know, it was hard to let anybody else into that, you know, something that you've worked so hard on and that it was, it's difficult to sort of let go of that to, you know, change it and bring someone else in. So I think it's taken me this long to like come to the conclusion, like, you know, I do need, um, you know, someone to jump off of. I do need that sort of that, you know, that connection each week, that banter, that fun, which is, um you know, which is what podcasting is all about. I love making content. It's great to be in front of a camera, but that is different to podcasting. And I, uh, I'm really excited for, for the future of the show and where it's going to go. So, um, you know, once again, Josh, thank you very much. And I hope everybody that um, listened to the show before and all that continues to enjoy um, what we're doing. And of course, if you oh, haven't what, checked what, what, out what, Tenvania, go and check that out too. Got plenty of watch the ratings of this show absolutely plummet the moment I step on and uh, and ruin it for you. But uh, no, no, like uh, like you, you're you're very good at the solo podcasting, uh, so don't feel like it was a um you, you do very good job in those uh, last couple of years. Um, I don't know anyone else who can speak into a microphone as effortlessly as you and sort of uh, keep it interesting and uh, and and thought provoking. I've had to do it a couple of times in mine, and uh, I, I definitely don't have the same pizzazz as, as what you do, but. Uh, um, Oh yeah, we've talked about this off offline before. How um, I think you know, with my show, having someone on is always good and interesting, brings a different perspective. And so I think, yeah, having someone to talk to about this stuff is is awesome. And uh, you know, that's uh, that's, that is half the fun of the podcasting. So now you'll have the hopefully the whole experience, which would be Mm. good. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm I'm glad that I made it look somewhat easy. It it, sometimes some days it did not feel that easy. There were some times where I set up (laughs) the camera and I. I walked away with like nothing to show for it. It was like, you know, it's just not working. Um, I think it was like, I wanted to do like a Mario Odyssey review and like it just was not coming out of me. So I'm like, all right, after mm. an hour, I just, all right, <laughs> that's enough. Like I'll it's do. not coming out of me today. And yeah. that was uh, that was the start of like a couple of month hiatus <laughs> as well. So yeah, there was, there was some sort of challenging time. So I, I do want to keep doing it, but it will be something else. Um, yeah, so I'll be I yeah. look forward to doing that whenever I work that out. But yeah, yeah, it's going to be good. You got you but, got um, a kid and you know lots of new things in your life as well. So it's uh, you know all, all happening. Yeah, I don't think I've said it on this show, but yeah, got the second kid on the way, which is which is yes. another big thing in July. So that'll be um, thank you. That'll be even less time. So well, that's like <laughs> that's all right. You have a gaming trolley, mate. I have no doubt in your ability to uh, continue gaming. Yeah, I have a gaming trolley. I have a gaming trolley. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was really. I, I think funny that's on Xbox's Twitter. new. That's new. Their new strategy <laughs> this weekend. They're announcing the Xbox uh, game trolley to go with the Game Pass. That's a. Uh, oh mate, I've already got the game trolley. I don't need it. Well, they they've. It's a new deal with you. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. 
Oh, it's it's so good, man. Yeah. yeah. So, let's hope we can save him. No one else has um taken <laughs> taken inspiration from it yet, though. Don't see anyone else like, oh yeah, boot a game in trolley. Like everyone's like, oh look, I got stairs. There's something, you know. But um, yeah, <laughs> that wouldn't work in my in the place. Way of it. Yeah, need, need like yeah. a lift for the gaming trolley. <laughs> it would be yeah, you have to build a whole lift. Yeah, whole lift maybe just a trolley. maybe just a ramp instead of stairs as well. That'd be fun going down. Going up wouldn't be as fun. Um, <laughs> I think just slides off of it. Slightly extra dimension to portable gaming there, I would have thought. So, uh, no, that's all right. Maybe uh, maybe something else. Yeah. We've got uh, uh, Seth in the chat saying this makes perfect sense. Congrats, Josh. Congratulations, Josh. Thank, Thank you, Seth. Yeah. Very much. Good old hero. Yeah, I appreciate it, man. Yeah. Another great podcaster there in All In and uh, Nintendo Drive. Yeah. And honestly, like, Seth was a, a big inspiration for it because, uh, you know, he has his own show, which he built from the ground up with Eric, All In, and then he joined Carpool Gaming and um, he's on the Nintendo Drive and they're two very different shows. And I'm like, well, I can ask Josh. Like, there was a long time where it was just, oh, look, he's got his own thing. That's fair enough. Mm. I, I really enjoy it. I don't want to um, interfere in that whatsoever or whatever. And, um, but no, I think we can do different things. Like, even now, like, it is like, you know, he will have somebody to go back and forth with each week. It's probably going to be live streamed. We're live streaming right now. Who knows mm. whether <laughs> internet might not be hold up each week. I've got no idea, but that's the intention anyways, to live stream it each week. And um, that'll be good. And then there. the Australian internet, I think, I think uh, might be some technical issues every now and then, but uh, I think so. We'll yeah. I was trying to watch YouTube today and there was, um, <laughs> there was, there's a bit of buffering going. I'm like, Oh no, what's going on? Something Ugh. downloading. I don't think it is. Perpetual buffering. It's just, just something with the Australian internet, isn't it? Yeah, there we, was the uh, ad buffering too. God. Uh, usually, like, for some reason, the ads, like, buffer. Like, they don't buffer. It's, uh, like, loaded straight away. They, <laughs> like, coded it in a way that the ads don't uh, fault at all. It's just the actual video. They got a free part. That's really bad. Highway. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yes, I, I did want to mention um, my show is still going on as normal. So it'll be every fortnight. And, uh, yeah, I think um, it, it will complement what we talk about here. And, uh, you know, mine's... Uh, bit more news driven and uh, um, being at, not as frequent is a, uh, I think helps as well with this. Yeah. Back up that, back up that news. <laughs> uh, news, all the coverage on the new games topics every now and then. Yeah. 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 All right. So I've got some questions for you. This is just off the top of my head, just to sort of figure out who the hell is Josh? Who is this chump? Who's just come in the house. He's who come in. He's got, he I don't know where he's got a knife under his jacket or he's um, got a bouquet of flowers. He could be either one, but it's only... I'm in the house, man. It's too late now. You should be asking these <laughs> questions when I was knocking on the door. But uh, oh, yeah, f- f- fire your questions away. Go ahead. Uh, what's your favorite Nintendo franchise? Oh, I hate this because... Mm. No, you gotta, you I, always ask one, a, I always ask people this one and I never think about it for myself. Um, I, I think it is... Metroid because I love all the games pretty well in the Metroid series. Whereas if it wasn't that, it'd be Pikmin or Mario. But I think Metroid just just loving the you know Metroidvania. Vania is part of my podcast show. I really do have a a nice soft spot for for Metroidvania. So I think Metroid and um I just I just love both the two D and the three D stuff. So it's um. 
yeah, I think something special for me because it was the first game I had. I bought with my own money, Metroid Prime, on my GameCube back in the day. And so, um, uh, as a as a ten year old kid, I didn't really understand the game, but I knew it was a good game. And I tried to get through it, and I couldn't. You know, I get through uh, the Chozo ruins, and I get stuck there. And uh, you know, um, it wasn't until years later that I was able to finish it, and it sort of uh, clicked with me how to how to do it. But um, yeah, I just think the the, the Metroid series as a whole is uh, yeah the one that's uh, the most special for me yeah i only just finished my first metroid game last year with fusion mm. and then primary mastered so when i like when i finished them like i messaged you straight away being like you know just sort of you know nerding now about like you know the story and just especially especially prime like i was just sort of gobsmacked about like just how ingenious that design is like once you mm. understand the map like just how I guess convoluted or how much of a maze it is and how like well it's put together. It really is just just mesmerizing in, in some ways. So yeah, yeah it's a 20 year old game and it's still great to play and uh, mm. um, still deemed like a, an absolute classic. And uh, um, yeah, if, if, if I could go back in time and like play it launch day, like as a bit more of an older player, you know, if I was, you know, bit more mature in my gaming kind of knew how to you know things work because because metroid's a bit more complicated with the backtracking and things like that yeah. it's very unconventional compared to other games but uh, if i could go back in time and play it as an adult that would have been a, a very cool experience to be part of that hype straight away yeah it would be but mm. um like M- metroid for me i got off as sort of sort of a bad foot with metroid prime hunters on ds and um yeah just like some, the bosses like repeated themselves and i just i got kind of sick of it and fell off. I'm actually thinking about going back to it, picking up my same save file cartridge from when I was 10, 12. I don't know the last time I played it, but you know, yeah, it was during yeah. the DS. So I'm considering going and playing it because I have been playing DS a fair bit this year. Uh, so I'm, I'm keen to go back to it. But what, what was your first Metroid game? How did you get into the series? Yeah, well, it, it was Metroid Prime um, playing that um, with my GameCube which I bought for like $150 came with like uh, two controllers and uh, like a, a player's choice edition of the, of Metro prime. So, um, giving them away. Yeah. So it's a, <laughs> yeah, no, that's a, you know, the, the player's choice was interesting. It's, you know, the, uh, they're not my favorite covers, but, uh, I still got my OG, um, game back in the, my uh, yeah. bookcase behind me. Um, it's, it's so like every, yeah. everybody wants the, um, wants the Nintendo hits or, uh, Nintendo selects for switch. I'm like, no, mm. I do not want those box arts. Like you just avoid them like the plague. <laughs> oh, just, you know, it will go in my bookcase and it will not look right. And it will just mm. irk me for, to, to know Absolutely. it just uh, how it doesn't line up. And so, um, yeah, uh, I, I'm good without it. Although I bought everything that they would bring to a player's choice or a Nintendo selects anyway. So it's not going to probably impact me or, or you too much. eh? <laughs> Yeah, probably not. I'm I'm only on digital right. anyway, so. Yeah, well, that's right. Even less so. Yeah, oh, sorry. I thought I thought you were still answering the answering the question, but you did say Metroid Prime, didn't you? It was Metroid Prime. Um, and then it wasn't like until like I reckon five years after, maybe uh, I would maybe six or seven that I actually finished it and played it properly. Um, actually battling against Metroid Prime and, and finishing it. And then, and just the rest was history. Then it was just like, okay, I love these games. I'm just going to play the rest. And so, you know, um, I, 
it actually played and finished corruption um had to go at prime to echoes and i've got lost in that over the way i've never finished that one i need to finish it but um just all all the 2d ones from uh you know i've even played the original nes one now you know that that was like one of the last ones i wanted to tick off and and finish because you you play all the other ones and uh you know they're so amazing like super metroid and and fusion which you know i think a lot of people like more so these days than beforehand it was one of those games that got a little bit of a uh, copped it a little for being a bit too linear and just uh, not too metroidvania-y but um yeah i love that one and dread and uh, you know even um metroid 2 on the on the game boy playing playing that uh, the other last year as well was was, was pretty special so um i, I love more man and uh they're they're all, they're all great but uh, you've got to be a big fan to pay, play the, the the older ones i feel because it's a, it's a pretty different experience doing something like without a map or um you know having to draw or, or like even reference something because it's a uh, you know it actually is, is a bit of a like a time portal going back and uh, trying to play those games and, and do it properly hmm. it's like i would like to give it a go like metroid 2 like the original version but you know it's just i don't want that type of time sink and that much effort put in <laughs> when yeah. there's so much so much else going on they're they're not too long in the, in a way and if you yeah like you wouldn't even need a guide it's more so just have a map on your screen if you're playing on your computer or something just have a second screen have the map up and you can follow it well enough and you'd be able to sort of work your way through it and it'd be fine mm. yeah but, but, but they'd they surprise you they're, they're they're like surprisingly fun i felt like i was even getting lost in fusion so i love really you. okay <laughs> i have no hope um <laughs> Yeah, yeah. There's a little that's... period where it goes a bit off map, doesn't it? And there's like it's not actually shown. It's uh, you're going in this sort of underground sort of uh, like sewers or things like that, trying to get through. So um, I get it a little bit. Yeah, I'm really excited for um, Zero Mission that comes to Switch Online. I've been waiting for it oh. since I finished Fusion last yeah. year. Has to come so, soon. Right. Hurry up! I'm paying for it, yeah. Nintendo. Come on. That, that that's that might be my favorite 2D game. Or my favorite Metroid game. I don't know. I don't know. I just love Zero Mission so much. That's a that's a beautiful beautiful game. Remaking the f- very first one. Um, you were you saw me getting the box version of it uh, last year. Um, that was a very expensive endeavor on my part, but uh, to actually get it physical was pretty cool. And uh, I really hope it comes this year. I would like to think they'd have it on the GBA this year, but it might be one of those so. ones that pad out for a while. Maybe next. Yeah, it's just yeah. They did exactly what I was worried about, where it takes so long for these games to come out. Like it goes months without a release on the Game Boy Advance um, service. It's like, all right, it's a little bit frustrating. How many games are on the service now? It's been like twelve months this month, hasn't it? So yeah, um, I don't think there's a lot. There's like ten or something at most. Yeah, I checked it the the other day, and I like um, a few came out, like Fire Emblem and the Golden Sun games uh, recently. Um, yeah, there's a, there's a Kirby game. Um, yeah, but not as much as I would like. I would, I wish there was like 20 games on there already. But yeah, yeah, I've definitely been tracking the monthly releases and playing them. Um, with Golden Sun and uh, the Golden Sun Two, the Lost Age coming recently. Um, oh yeah, they did like a big drop, didn't they? After Tears of the Kingdom last year of all the Super Mario Advance games, I think they dropped like three of yeah. the four remaining yeah, ones. I, pl- I played them. All. That that yes. was my um detox from tears of the kingdom like all right let's play yeah. something 
a little bit uh, smaller. It's a good detox after a, a yeah, such a heavy game. But yeah, 14 games. So they're doing one a month, a bit over now, aren't they? But not even really because they had like six on launch. Yeah, yeah that's right. So, mm. oh, Hell, well. I, I will take the movie tie-in games of that generation. Like I will play Robots Game Boy Advance and or Shrek Game Boy Advance for the hell of it. Like why not? Nintendo Thanks make something. these uh, tie-ins, like these uh, movie tie-ins games happen. I'll, I'll play them. Yeah. I, I think uh, like the Star Wars Revenge of the Sith on Game Boy Advance was really good, apparently. apparently, it's, apparently that it's that pretty... came on like four different platforms, didn't it, that game? Yeah. On DS yeah. and Game Boy Advance, it's the same game, but it's uh, like a brawler pretty much. So yeah. I, I've I've always sort of had my yeah. eye on that. I never had it when yeah. I was a kid, but yeah. I'll be keen to give it a go because, you know, I can easily just drop it onto my analog pocket. So, I, yeah, I anytime. Yeah. Yeah. Be one of those games thing, that uh, they would, yeah. Disney would do with Lucas, LucasArts eventually, I feel. The only thing I just specifically want um, Zero Mission on Switch because I want the rewind feature. The rewind. <laughs> I want the rewind. I like any other game, I'm not too fast. Like, you know, save state here and there and like portable modes, obviously useful, but yep. I, I specifically want rewind. So I just hit the triggers and go, oh, I, I, I messed up because yeah, I, I, I'm not very good at those games. No, I, I'm not. Uh, it's yeah. And it, it's kind of like a, you know, dread and um, you know, like Prince of Persia, like these modern Metrovanias that they have that feature before you go into a boss or something. Like if you die, you go straight to, you know, just before it. Whereas yep. I don't think, those games like Zero Mission back in the day had that. It was back to the save station. So, um, mm. oh, definite merit in that. Um, yeah, that's another great feature. Because um, uh, I don't think all the NSO game apps have the rewind feature. The 64 doesn't. Um, but the GBA yeah. definitely does. It's just yeah. like the 2D stuff, I think, has it. But yeah. Yeah, it must be something a bit for... more difficult for the 64. Yeah. I'm sure they could work mm. it out, but... They're not. No. <laughs> like, too no, hard, man. Too hard. Twenty dollars a year, American for NSO. Why would you? Why would you do anything but the bare minimum? Yeah. Why not? Mm. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> so you're a massive fan of Metroidvanias in general. Mm. Love Castlevania. So what was the sort of path you went on? You got Metroid Prime, and you moved through a few of those games. Is when you decided to play Castlevania, or was it a different series that sort of hooked you? Um, yeah, cause I had played so many Metroids and then like I played them pretty well all and like, okay, are there other games like this? And I always knew that Metroidvania was a term. And so like, okay, so Castlevania, I must, I must like them because they'll be pretty similar probably. And so, um, well, probably wasn't about until like three, three or so years ago that I started playing my first one three or four years ago. And, um, uh, Look, look through a list and, you know, the most Metro, Metroid-like one I could read about playing was uh, Aria of Sorrow. So another Game Boy Advance game. Um, very, you know, uh, Metroid-like and uh, a bit of a deviation I read from, you know, they had a whole bunch of GBA Castlevania games that were a bit more like Symphony of the Night where you had, you know, you go around your map and collect items and do all that and it was more of a Metroid kind of experience. And so... Um, yeah, I played Aria Sorrow and I like was hooked on that game for like a two week period and like pumped like 25 hours into it and um, just like the rest was history because then I'm like these these are amazing. Why don't people talk about these enough? 
and uh, went through the whole process, played Symphony of the Night. Um, I, again, just like another beautiful game on the PlayStation that I think not, no one talked about because it was a 2D game in a 3D era. And uh, reading the history of it, people didn't care about it because it was, uh, or most people didn't care about it because it wasn't a 3D game. Mm, it was really a beautiful sad. looking, yeah. yeah, beautiful looking 2D game on PlayStation One, and uh, if it had a 3D treatment, it would have got all the buzz and excitement potentially. But it would have been a bad game because uh, a lot of the 3D games back then uh, haven't aged well um, in terms of uh, you know just uh, gameplay or looks or, or anything like that. And so, um, yeah, so it's just been the last few years just going through those games, and uh, you know, there's there's so many good ones because we've got three on the GBA. Um, Circle of the Moon, Harmony of Dissonance, and Aria of Sorrow, and then they did three more on the DS. Like, like, like the early two thousands was a Metrovania like a dream with all the Prime back. Um, you had Fusion, Zero Mission, and then all these DS and GBA Castlevanias. It would have been like, again, if I could go back in time, that would have been an amazing period to sort of experience and sort of like appreciate just how cool it was back in the day. Yeah, because I guess uh, maybe not so much right now but a few years ago we we're going through a bit of a renaissance with like all these indie um developers making um these metroidvanias like you know hollow knight from adelaide is uh one of the biggest examples everyone's still right. running for silk song um did you ever get into those because of your love for metroidvanias or did you stick to um some of the big boys mainly um i've played hollow knight um <laughs> i need to get into it again because the controls irked me enough to not play it and just um i don't know it was just like an afternoon just trying to give it a go and, and the platforming just felt a bit different with um how you would move and so a little bit floating um, type of thing yeah it was a bit like that mm. and i you know i i've heard so many good things i need to properly like i've done like two hours and that's it and um i i really need to give it a go because I, I know i will love it um and and you know properly uh, give it a go um you know and just uh yeah, it's it's mainly been the Metroids and the Castlevanias, but then you'll I'll be surprised by playing like the other things. Like um, I played a bit of Axiom Verge before, um, yeah, bit bit of Ori, um, and you know, like recently what Prince of Persia, The Lost Crown, and absolutely falling in, in love with that. It's um, you know, it's a pretty cool uh, um, indie genre of a game. I feel these days, and there's a lot of um, games and you know opportunities these developers have come up with. To make you know a metroidvania experience really cool um you know like even like dead cells that's uh you know they've got the it's a roguelike kind of you know in a way um metroidvania kind of inspired game and uh, have loved my time with that and so um yeah they're, they're like a like I've, I've, I've used this term before i feel like they're a bit of a gamer's game in terms of you know people who really like their video games like this is like like a little bit slightly more hardcore kind of like type of genre for people to play and experience uh, I don't know. You're not going to see those uh, Nintendo commercials of them playing Wii Sports and uh, this uh, Blue Ocean kind of games advertising. You're not going to do that for a, like a Metroidvania. It's a, very much a, a niche in itself. And so, um, yeah, just, uh, yeah. Yeah. So it wasn't an obvious thing for me to see straight away as a kid, but sort of growing up and playing all these other games and experiencing them. That's how the, the love affair, I suppose, is a, has started. I'd love to see somebody who just went straight from Wii Sports and they go, go to the shop. Oh, look, Metroid Prime 3 and just like Ugh. play through that and have a blast. Like, just like your grandma, just like, oh, Metroid Prime 3 was great. I didn't even play the, the previous games, but 
this one's great, you know, doing the little twisty thing to unlock the doors and yeah, it's, kill, uh, you know, you can fly to different hunters. planets and uh, yeah, motion controls and and all of it. Did it did it sell better than original Metroid Prime? I think it sold better than Echoes. I don't don't know actually. Don't know because that might have been a bit of a thing for people to play that and not play um the first two. Yeah, could have. It came out like a perfect time for that. Two thousand eight came along with um, okay, oh no, two thousand seven came out like Murray Galaxy in that. Yeah, okay, it was 07. Yeah, Galaxy. Galaxy. Um, it's a bit over a million, I think, it's sold. So, um, so not, yeah, close to, uh, not not quite Metroid Prime on the GameCube. <laughs> it is funny because it's just like so anti the Wii audience, isn't it? <laughs> it's just so. Oh, it's, yes. Yeah. So far away from what the Wii represents, which is, you know, it is what it is. But, cause, um, oh, but uh, I appreciate it even more, though. Cause it, cause it is that and, you know, trying to bring that different audience and a bit more, uh, um, a bit of a d- different target demographic, but they tried it, didn't they? With, um, you know, no more heroes and I feel like red steel and, uh, you know, like, like the conduit, they Nintendo worked with these other partners. They, they tried a little. Oh, the conduit. I was so close to buying, conduit. buying those two <laughs> games, but yeah, just never got to it. I think there was never a there was game it. breaking bug in the second one, which put me off. My, all right, better not. Like in what uh, way? I don't, I don't know how. I can't remember, but it was like you know something happens and you just cannot progress. So I was like, oh, okay, maybe not. Okay, like an actual, yeah, yeah. So and you got soft locked or something, yeah. Yeah, and uh, yeah. you can't update. There's no updates on Wii. Uh, so no, that would have been true. Yeah, mm. yeah, that that's true. I'm thinking, uh, yeah, you could just fix it. But yeah, that's so true. Back in the day, that would have been like game over. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny because like Wii is like so on top of my mind because today I was literally looking at finding a secondhand Wii to to hack it and like play some bit of homebrew because yeah a bit of do a bit of cheeky homebrew I got a Wii I've got my original Wii still but I really I do not want to touch it it's pristine it's got my my original like save files it's got my virtual console games that will never be able to be downloaded ever again you have a pure Wii Drew. A pure wee, that's right. Drink lots of water. Hold on, that's a that's a testament that's to right. your uh, to your diet. That's good. I've got a nice white wee just up mm. in the cupboard here, and um, it's been sitting there for a, for years, untouched. But yeah, I don't want to I don't want to tamper with that one. So I've been looking at wees and whether I just do emulation on the Steam Deck, and don't know. I'll probably just go over the Steam Deck because I want to be able to use my headphones uh, with uh, <laughs> while playing games and there's like, yeah, you can do some loop loopholes to get it to work on the, on the Wii. But um, yeah, probably rather just do it on Steam Deck and it just reads it as a, as a computer. Yeah. Um, you know, I, yeah, I think, I think we're, you know, we're, we're of similar age. So I think the, the Wii was like pretty amazing for us, wasn't it? Growing up and uh, experiencing that, that was the first console, like I was ready for and uh, like, told my parents we wanted this for Christmas and we, we got one in uh, 06 um, for Christmas. So we only had to wait, you know, like a month or so after the launch to, to play that one. Yeah. That was really pretty, that was pretty awesome. Yeah. I've got so much nostalgia for the Wii cause like when it, cause the Wii was, was my first console and that's where I played like mm. my first console game like through, which would have been the legend of Zelda twilight princess. I had games on PC and I played them through. I had like Simpsons Hit and Run on PC. I did play that with a mouse and keyboard. Great Simpsons game. Hit and Run, and um, on the mouse and keyboard. The, yep. At the time, my friends who had PlayStation Twos were like, "How the hell you do this?" I'm like, "I don't know. It's just it's what I had. It's what I what I played. You know, got used I, to I, it. That's it. I I, I, I was dadded um, 
Homer Simpson around Springfield like a champ. Don't you worry about that. Um, they need but, to bring that yeah, game back. They do. Yeah, no, that's I, another that's another game I yeah. actually want to play on um, emulation because, uh, yeah, I'm a bad man. I'm sorry. You play it on your Wii because it's a GameCube title. and uh, It is. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Yeah. I have um, like plugged in the Wii and the GameCube into like a t- to the TV, it's just too blurry, too blurry. I can't do it. I need to. I need to. Uh, how do it. how do my eyes get used to this or accept this? Back in the day, it's a. It, it yeah. is um, funny going back to it, isn't it? And just sort of like, yeah, that that is what it was. It's like the Game Boy without you know, like playing my OG Game Boy Color um, back home. Oh yeah, and uh, like the sun goes down, or you're like you're, you're leaning a certain angle in the car, trying to maintain light and and play it. Just mm. a just a different time, isn't it? Yeah, because I, I was spoiled. My first game, my first game system was a Game Boy Advance SP, so I never understood how the. Oh, hell you're you you're a, fine. Yeah, I didn't understand how you played a non-backlit screen. Baby. Mm. Like the original Game Boy is fine because the contrast it stood out. You could turn it up and down, no worries. Yep. But Game Boy Advance, like the original Game Boy Advance, I could not see anything on that screen. Like I could not see it. Like I could make out a little bit, but that's only because I knew what it looked like after playing on mine. <laughs> Oh yeah, like, I, like playing Pokemon, I wouldn't be able to make out that much. But uh, maybe my eyes would have adjusted. Don't know. But um, yeah, yeah. just yeah, it is what it is at the time. Just yep, you didn't know any better. But now that we yeah. do, it's like yeah, it just makes it so much harder. Yeah, um, yeah. I am um feeling super nostalgic for Wii though. Like when I, I remember, like towards the end of its life, like I was just so desperate just to get a normal controller in my hand and just play a video game normally and not like, oh, you need to like shake this and do this. Like, you know, it was great for some games. It was great when family came over and that, but when it's time to like have a play session and um, it's got to like aim with the controller or you've got to shake it like a new Super Mario Brothers to do like your little dash jump or whatever have you. It's just like, all right, it sort of ran its course, but when you can go back to it just as it's like own individual experience when you've got the Switch, when you've got PlayStation, et cetera, et cetera. It's a very different experience. You can just go and play like mm. the great games that are on it. Wii Sports, Mario Galaxy, Super Smash Brothers. Um, the list goes on. You can just play those games and enjoy them for what they are. So um, I'm kind of like, I'm kind of missing it in some ways. And today I was like playing around with the Wiimote and yeah, it was just a very... Very nice experience going back to it because I don't really have nostalgia for like that many things because like I never grew out of them. I never stopped playing them. But when it comes to like unique individual like controllers and bits of hardware when it comes to Nintendo, it is a little bit different because I haven't touched it in a long time. Had to put new batteries in them. so weird. Yeah. yeah. Like I'm I'm glad you're feeling nostalgic for it. Like I, I loved the Wii growing up and it was like, like this is the best thing ever. Just the motion controls were so new and different. And it, like, I love the multi, I love having friends over and doing multiplayer stuff like Mario Party, Mario Kart. Um, just, just all like Wii Sports Resort. I had my 16th birthday party as a Wii Sports Resort party and all my friends and we just played all the Wii Sports Resorts and just doing basketball shoots and uh, sword fighting and all of that. But um, like, like, you're going to have to convince me to try and to fall in love with the Wii again because I've massively fallen off of it in the last 10 years or so since it's, you know, it, it, it uh, very much uh, flopped towards its later years and oh, before yeah. the Wii U came out, I kind of fell out of it a bit. And uh, just, just looking back at it now, it's just, yeah, I don't know. Anytime there's added motion controls or like an extra 
you know, even playing a DS game, like they force you to do like a touch screen puzzle or mm. something. It's oh, sometimes it feels a little bit more like they've added it in for the hell of it instead of oh, making yeah. it intuitively designed in a in a cool experience. And so, um, yeah, so you, you're gonna have to try and convince me to fall in love with the Wii again and uh, and everything it represents because I want to I want to be man, but uh, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to help me. I'll try, I'll try my best, I guess. You have to, right? Yeah. I'm not too. I'm not too fast. Whether you um, want to fall in love with me or not, <laughs> I don't give a shit, Josh. That's funny. You can you can leave it in the past, like um, most people will. But yeah, there, there, there were a lot of frustrations back then. Um, even like with Zelda, where it's like Phantom Hourglass, where you have to use the stylus to like move. And when when the 3ds yeah. came out, and eventually we got Ocarina of Time um, on it, and you could just move with the circle pad. It's like, oh my. God, thank mm. God! Like it was, it was um, I don't so think it better. was worth like, I don't think it was worth it as far as like having like no control options, only have the stylus. But maybe yeah. introduced new people to to Zelda. I'm sure it did back on the DS, where you know you're doing puzzles and you're writing notes and all that type of thing. I'm sure a lot of people sort of. It was my first proper go at a Zelda game, playing Phantom mm. Hourglass and giving that a go, and uh, um, I remember enjoying it. Like mostly, and uh, you know, I didn't get too bothered with the controls and you know, using the styles to move around. It was, it was, it was that it was just how that worked on the DS, wasn't it? Because you didn't have a control stick or anything like that. I played a lot of Super Mario 64 DS, so I was, I was very much used to how that worked and uh, using the styles for that purpose. Yeah, I never used the styles, I couldn't do the styles for that game, but I thought it. I thought it worked great with the D-pad. I had no problems. I was just a naive kid. I didn't really oh, care. Oh, you could use the D-pad, couldn't you? Yeah. And then you had yeah. like the, if you had the OG DS, you had the, the, the um, thumb pad thing that you could, you know, yeah. use instead. That little, um, yeah, the wrist strap where you could like. Yeah, the wrist strap tie thing. Tie it to your yeah. thumb. Yeah. I don't, yeah. That didn't particularly work. I never did that, either. but uh, that was an yeah. option as well. Um, yeah. I think Nintendo agreed. They yeah. never bundled it in with the DS Lite or anything. No, like that, they, so. they stopped it after the OG, didn't they? Mm. Yeah, yeah. So like, yeah. Cause I've, I've gone back to the DS like this year as well. Cause mm. you know, I, I guess anyone that's not aware, like <laughs> all of this Nintendo hardware is so easy to hack. Like um, my day, my DSi, you know, you just run twilight menu, then you can just drag and drop DS ROMs or Game Boy Advance ROMs and other any any well, maybe not any ROMs obviously, but just like so many systems you can emulate on DSI just by dropping it onto like the internal SD card, and um, yeah, it's great. So I just go on and choose what games I want to play and yeah, get my nostalgia hit that way. And which ones you've been playing? <laughs> um, what have I been playing on DS? Uh, I've gone back to Tetris DS, which is the best Tetris Oy. I've ever played. Hey, and um, I can I can reconfirm that playing it again it's amazing it's so much fun and like it's all nintendo themed so you start off it's like it's mario there's mario music playing mario sort of graphics and decorations going on and as you sort of evolve and go up levels and you know the tetraminos come down faster uh like the theme changes to like different nintendo ip mm. it goes from zelda metroid and eventually when it gets really fast it's like you know sort of the bowser theme from mario brothers one and uh, it's just really cool. Like if you're a Nintendo fan, it's just nice to you know listen yeah. to cool music from Nintendo's history while playing a really solid Tetris game that it just controls amazingly. And DS as well, it fits in your pocket really easy. Great D-pad. It's just like you know, it's kind of 
it's kind of perfect. I, I love it. Yeah. And it's a game I really regret not getting a physical copy of. Um, because like back in the day, I, I I still remember looking at it like, oh look, it looks cool because there's Mario and Link and all these characters in it, but it's fifty bucks. I'm not paying fifty bucks for Tetris as a kid, but um, I would now. I probably pay more now. Probably have to if I wanted the wanted the copy. I mean, um, I reckon you could do all right here and get it for a decent price. It wouldn't be like one of those games that because it's Tetris and there's so many versions. Um, I reckon if you looked online, you could bundle it for a decent price. Yeah, I'm not really an eBay or online shopper when it comes to like getting secondhand yeah. stuff. So I haven't really looked to be honest with you. But yeah. If I want oh, to man, once now, you start, it's hard of, to stop. It's that's right. There. That's right. You can always look. I was looking on eBay today at Wee's. <laughs> oh, you were? Okay, yeah. You are looking then. Uh, no, just today. I'm like, all right. I was just looking today. on Facebook. Right. I think the idea sort of got sparked because on Facebook Marketplace, I saw one and then that one that one disappeared. So then it went, all right, let's see what eBay's got. You can pick one up for like 50 bucks. Not bad. Oh, it's it, so good. It's $8 for a HDMI adapter. That just plugs into the back and makes it HDMI. Yep. So you know, perfect. Yeah, that's right. I um, so I've been following um, been following um, uh, it's uh, Ben from Hack the Dino. He's created a new sort of a social media page called Super Retro Squad, I think. And uh, what he does is he goes to like he goes to a lot of um, uh, like garage sales and he'll buy like Wii's for cheap or something. Um, and they'll just like because people forget there's games in them. And so a lot of the time he comes oh. home, presses the eject button, and there'll be a game in there, like more often than not. And so it's just like like recording to see what's in there. Um, and then like, I think eBay would be less likely because it's a prof- probably like an actual mm, reseller yeah. and uh, they probably made sure there's nothing in there. But uh, um, that'd always be like a fun experience just to like eject and see if there's, you know, Wii Sports, but uh, maybe something a bit more rare every now and then in there to, to make it interesting. Have you ever had that experience? So the only um, time I've had it was, I think my mum, she's like, oh yeah, I went to a garage sale and there was a PS2 there. I'm like, oh cool. And she, she picked it up for me for like dirt cheap. Mm. It had um, Crash Nitro Racing in it. So that's the only experience I've had with like a console yep. coming with like a stray game inside of it. Um, yeah. Never had do it. you have any experiences of that? No? no. Oh, I wish, I wish. Um, I need to go more garage sales, I think. Because um, mm. I could and there'd be plenty around where I live. Um but yeah, if I, once I start, I'm going to, you know, get that itch or something and want to keep doing it. That's my worry. Yeah. The problem is with like, because with me, I love what I'd collect would be DS games. And that's what I collected until mm. they just stopped appearing <laughs> in like yeah. indie games and garage sales and all that. Like, you know, it's it's coming up to 20 years old now. Whoa. It is 20 years old this year, actually. Holy shit. Oh, man. DS. It Stop. is too. Stop. Take so, that back, Drew. Oh, 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 oh. Not oh, here, man. though. Not here. We still got another year in Australia. But um, yeah, the DS came out earlier in in the states towards the end of two thousand and four. So three pillars, baby. DS, three pillars, GBA, baby. Three and the pillar. GameCube. Yeah, man. Ugh. Yeah. Oh man, that's uh, like like. Like, yeah, like two of my favorite games, Super Metroid and Earthbound, came out in nineteen ninety four as well. That's how old I am, and so that's thirty years ago. That's uh, that's great. That's great as well. But uh, yes, that in the womb. Okay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, it could have been. Could have been. Uh, yeah, we were twenty fourth of Feb two thousand and five in Australia here, so pretty well nineteen years. Dude, dude, 
Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, they're not popping up at garage sales and that as much. But when they do, like the Wii, you know, you go on Facebook Marketplace, you go on like just have a bit of a peruse on like your local sellers or whatever. And I, I cannot get over just how bad people's libraries of games are. I do not understand it. Like <laughs> when I had a Wii, it's like, you know, Wii Sports, Wii Sports Resort, WarioWare, Mario Galaxy 1, 2, Super Smash Brothers. The list goes on. There's a, you know, there's a good amount of first party Nintendo I had the same. games. Yep. Yep. But I had those. When you say like, oh, look, someone's selling the Wii with, with games. It's like, it's got like the trashiest shit in there. Like I cannot believe the it. Like shovelware. Like, pick. Did you not get it? Like, did you not get Smash Brothers or whatever? Like, the the best thing anybody has is just we we fit. No, sorry, yeah, we fit. We sports or Mario Kart Wii. Yeah, and that's it. I'm like, oh my god! Like, it'd be nice to yeah have have a nice pickup of some first party Nintendo games, but there's no Wario Shake Dimension or anything in there. There's no like little nice little pickups. There's no Paper <laughs> Mario or Super Paper Mario. It's always but no no Fire Emblem. No, nothing like that. There's, um, there's, never, there's yeah. never a Fire Emblem, though. No, no, they, they were pretty ex- expensive and rare. Um, for yeah. me, it's always, yeah, those sports games that came with, like, the mold that, that you put into the Wii remote and be, like, oh, a tennis a racket or a golf club. Yeah. And, yeah, you see a lot of them. And uh, it wasn't just for Wii Sports, but the other games that uh, jumped onto the bandwagon of motion controls on the Wii trying to make the, you know, and to get as much of that pie as possible. So, uh, yeah, th- there was a lot of those, wasn't there? Yeah. Um, uh, do, you ever, yeah. do you ever have any of those peripherals like the tennis racket you put on the golf club it actually it actually came nah. with my Wii <laughs> yeah, oh you got like I a got bundle it. did you yeah well um, yeah. my mum picked my mum picked up my Wii um, at Target Country of all places she, oh, I, love, she was, I love the Target Countries back in the day that were, that were yeah great. she went all around like all the major shops in in the city and she couldn't find anything she comes back to you know our small town and she's like oh one last effort. I'll go to Target Country again. She went in there and she got the last one, just in like this tiny little Heck Target yeah. in our small little town. Yep. Because yep. like, yeah, the Wii was super hard to get, but it even like affected us here. Like, you think that maybe not, but yeah, that no, was super hard to find. So I'm really, my mum did an excellent job. I would have been so upset yeah. if I did not did not get my Wii. Christmas <laughs> was a Christmas present. Is that what it was? Christmas present. Yes, sorry. Yeah. yeah. So Christmas would have been ruined without your Wii. That's it. Would have. Yeah. Yeah. I was so excited yeah. for it too. I, I just remember like I remember going into my parents' room and like looking for it. I'm like, oh, like I really hoped that I had a Wii. And I looked under my parents' bed and I found it. It was under my parents' <laughs> bed. And like while they weren't around, I like I I like unboxed it and I took out the controller because I was so excited to feel the controller because it was yeah, just so yeah. different from anything else that we ever played. So yeah, you can tell that I'm just super nostalgic for Wii at the moment. I don't know why. I've got like Grand Blue Fantasy Relink and stuff to play on PlayStation Five. I've got like plenty of new games. Another <laughs> code, Mario vs Donkey Kong comes out this week. Got plenty of stuff to play, but I'm just like, oh uh, man. But you, Drew's playing Super Paper Mario on the uh, on the Wii. Here we go, man. It's uh, I will I will on. be. I I want to play through Paper Mario sixty four first. Um, Such a uh, good time. Yeah. You're gonna love that game. It is. Uh, I uh, played that for the first time on NSO when that came out, and uh, mm. um, amazing, amazing. So yeah, yeah. Um, I love Gumbario. Gumbario always made me yeah. laugh. Yeah, yeah. I had it, I had it on um, Virtual Console for Wii actually. Um, the game. Oh yes, yeah. I didn't uh, didn't play it right through, but played it enough to appreciate Gumbario. <laughs> yeah, 
Oh, we're in a bit of a Paper Mario renaissance right now because we had Super Mario RPG, the one that sort of started it all before it became Paper Mario. And then we've got Thousand Year Door in a couple of months, I imagine. So um, pretty good time to do it. Yeah, delve into Super Paper Mario, which was sort of a weird sort of platformer slash um, RPG, wasn't it, really? Yeah. Don't have, yeah, ever given it a proper go. I haven't. Um, it's been... It was like, you know, put on the Steam Deck, put on my PC or whatever to, you know, ready to go. I would have played it. But then, the like, last year there was a rumor that it was going to get remade. I'm like, okay, mm. let's hold off a little bit. And then um, Mario RPG gets announced. I'm like, okay, yeah, well, maybe not. Um, but then it gets announced officially. I'm like, all right, cool. I'll play the, the pretty version. Do it, man. Yeah. Oh, they're so yeah. good. I love, I love, yeah, I love that series. I, lo- I love it back in the day as well, just uh, when it was more so about the RPG and uh, less so what it became, but the sort of more adventure, less leveling up, all that kind of stuff that uh, I think a lot of people feel the same now these days. It just doesn't quite hit the same as it as what it used to. Yeah. It's a little bit of a shame, but I can't mm. say I, I can um... – speak on it that authoritatively because I've still got to yep. play through Thousand Year Door and all that. But um, do you go through these sort of moods that I seem to go through? Sometimes I'm like super into Switch when I'm super into Xbox or super into PlayStation or just like super into like retro gaming, maybe more like 2D stuff on Super Nintendo and Game Boy Advance. I just go through the, like, these moods and like the last month or so I've been really into my Xbox. I've been loving like been playing mm. Ubisoft Plus, so I've been, that's how I played Prince of Persia, and I played the Crew Motorfest, which I've been waiting for to play until you know I actually signed up for Ubisoft Plus because of Prince yep. of Persia. Do you still have it, or is it expired now? Your membership? Oh, I got two days left. Oh, but I, I'm done. I'm done. I've, I've finished those two okay. games. I'm like, it's not enough time to. Have you unsubscribed? Play Creed. Um, yes, I have. It won't, the next it, month. it won't. It, it won't auto. Right, good. Good. Yeah, looking out for you, mate. Thank you. Drew, Drew's got to pay his power bill after this recording as well because he's got to, to do that. So, so hopefully it doesn't yeah. cut out <laughs> midstream. <laughs> midstream, yeah, that's right. Uh, um, yeah, do you go through no, any of those modes or moods? Oh, yeah, like, like I do for the GameCube a lot because um, I'll do like like retro game hunting. We've got like a, 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 a toy fair. It's called every six months and I'll like every now and then it's they sell like all sorts of toys but video games is a big thing there and um yeah anytime there's gamecube stuff there i'll pick it up and uh, like like play through it and that, that kind of starts a bit of okay i'm just looking at my library and i'll play this for a bit and do, do all that kind of stuff but um I, I think i do it less these days because like one i've just been so like enthralled in my switch and just with all the lineup of games and um especially with my show covering it like getting game sent over playing those um Plus, I think NSO, like, I don't need to go back to the, my old consoles as much now because the game's on NSO now and it's um, got extra features like the time stopping and, you know, save states, revert, rewinding, things like that. Um, and portable. I actually think I go back to my <laughs> old stuff less, which is kind of sad in a way. It's, uh, you know, kind of gathering dust a bit more than it, than it used to. So, um, I mean, it's a testament to the Switch and what it's done, especially with its retro library. But at the same time, it's a bit, yeah bit sad how it's uh, transpired that way I, I suppose you know if, if gamecube was on the switch i might, might be touching my gamecube even less now um for that reason but uh yeah. and and probably ds as well yeah i definitely yeah. like um 
I think for me, like I, I'll, I would buy the games just to just to have them on the shelf. But mm. I, th- I think now, like I prefer just like a library on the system. So like, yeah, you know that that that's half the reason I like hacking the D- DSI or you know want to hack the Wii is just to have it all there. And um, like DS, like having it in your pocket and having all those games just ready to go is just great. And it is it's kind of the frustration I have with 3DS because especially like towards the end of it, I was had like 10 games or f- five games I wanted to take at a time. I'm like, get them out. You put them in your little pouch. And I was like, oh. I was like, oh, I'm over this. And that's, that's when Too I was hard. like, all right, when Switch comes out, I'm definitely going to like buy the games. And I really do miss having the physical cases like on your shelf yeah. and you look at them and, you know, you, you get home from the shop and you look at the back on the way home, you know, all, all of that stuff. I do miss yeah. that. There's no denying it. But when it comes to actually just playing the games, like yeah. when I go, if you go on holiday or go to work, whatever, you just like take it at the dock and chuck it in the backpack and it's right there. You get to work and you realize you need the online to um, unlock, unlock the, uh, the license and you can't play anything. So awesome. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for that. But like, like from, from a pure convenience point of view, it makes sense. Doesn't it? And uh, yeah. Um, Cause like how big would your memory, like your micro SD card be on your switch now? Cause you would have hundreds of games on it's it. It's a terabyte. Surely. I got a terabyte. Terrible. Man. That's a big, pretty impressive. As big as, as big as they make them. I think they just recently yeah. released a 1.5 terabyte. Yeah. And the Switch can handle up to two terabytes. So when they eventually make them, you can put that into it. But, because, yeah, yeah, when the Switch launched, it didn't come with one terabyte micro SD cards. That's for sure. That's uh, definitely a... Um, I remember when they came around, they were thing. so expensive. Like, they were crazy yeah. expensive. Now you can get it for like 150 bucks. It's pretty good, isn't it? It's uh, which is pretty yeah. good for terabyte. Like how small that is. Like it's the technology is unbelievable when you really think about it. Like all of those. Mm. Think about like what's in every game. Like all those worlds, characters, models, music, and f- how much of that can fit onto that tiny little card. It's tiny like, little thing. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Sort of marvel. At you, it. you mentioned yeah. the Toy Fair. Is that worth coming to? To like for DS Wii kind of era stuff. Oh, for sure, man. Like there's there's a, so much of DS and Wii stuff there. So is it super um, expensive or what are we, what are we talking? Like, is it like um, priced adequately? You reckon? I think it'll be comparable to what you would see on eBay. Um, and they're always open to negotiate. And so if you offer, you know, slightly lower amount, more often than not, I've found they're willing to say, yes, they, they want a deal. They want to sell as much as they can because they're paid like a fee to be, there on the day, um, you know, the more they sell, the less they've got to carry back into their car at the end of the day. And so they, they just figure they're there. They just got to get, get rid of stuff. And so um, I would definitely recommend if you're, if you're actually half thinking about it to come because the next one's 21st of April or something. Um, 23rd of April, I think. Okay. It's on a Sunday. Yeah. It's funny because like if, 20, if, it was on, if it was on right now, I'd be like, oh, I'm so keen. But like I said, I go through these, these different moods and then, like, when the, the Toy Fair comes along, oh, Drew, do you want to pick up some, like, DS and Wii games? Like, not really, man. I just want to pick up, like, the latest PlayStation 5 game or something. Yeah, I don't I'm want to waste my money on old to, shit. I'm uh, onto the to television now on my SNES. I mean, that's, that's the fate of me now. <laughs> yeah, I do not understand my mindset sometimes when it comes to, like, yeah. what I feel like playing. But you just got to roll with the punches, don't you? Like, yeah, look, if you feel like playing um, Zelda 2 instead of the game you just bought, just go with it, man. Play Zelda 2. Yeah, I'd do it. Um, 
But uh, it's not just we and DS. There's uh, plenty of other things as well. So uh, anytime I feel, mate, uh, unless you actually fall out of games in the next two months and uh, this house of Mario is no more, I think you'll be pretty mm. right and uh, you'll find something. Might happen. I might say, look, there's um, hey. there's more important things out there like um, the economy. The house of Mario is now the, the house of economics. And uh, you mean, should be great. A... You, you're about to say you're a great fit for that too. I'm not. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm in the house <laughs> of Mario you now. So your costs have doubled, and uh, your, your gaming expenditure is going to go through the roof now. And uh, mm. hope you can handle it. That's another good reason just to play old stuff. Just no subscriptions. <laughs> and you hack it. Yeah, correct. correct. Cheap. Yeah. We don't condone it here at the house of Mario, though. No, we, we, unless you do. We you do. do condone it. Okay. We, yeah. we condone it all except on Switch. Don't, don't just don't do it on Switch. Not the one stuff. Um, leave it a few years, go for it on Switch. <laughs> go for it. Just not now. Not now. No, um, that's right. Yeah. It's funny because like you look at what you can do with a hacked Switch and I, I've spent so much money on Switch, I've got no need <laughs> for any like any free pirated games. I'm like, I've got them all. Well, not I anymore. do not need yeah, them. You, I've, I've, yeah, I've been... You've got a sunk pretty... cost. That's uh, You can't fix that. Yeah, it's like, oh, I'm sure there's some people out there like, oh, if I hacked a Switch, I could get like Luigi's Mansion and uh, like uh, Tears of the Kingdom, or, like whatever for free. Just like, you know, just stock up on amazing games. But it's like, mm. man, I've got no need. I could do a custom theme. Well, that's sweet. <laughs> good, good what things? You, you yeah. would have, um, sorry to talk, you know, you would have been maybe happy to hear the rumors of the Switch 2 and uh, the news about uh, the backwards compatibility. I don't know if you heard about this today at all. Yeah, yeah I, I read the headlines. Yes. Um, didn't look into it too much, but yeah, they um, some source somewhere. It could have been a tomato source, as far as I'm I'm aware. I'm more it's of a barbecue reliable. sauce person. Yeah, um, yeah, a, a tomato I source. I like both. I think tomato more so for me. Yeah. yeah. So one of the sources, one of the condiments, <laughs> must have uh, said that there's backwards compatibility. Games can be updated, upgraded, which is great. Um, I think that's important. I think it's an I was um I was listening to the non Relish Nintendo well. podcast and Kit and Krista were on the show, and yes. uh, it was I think um Kit brought up that like he does not think that the Switch Two needs backwards compatibility. Once you get the brand new thing, you won't give a shit about playing the old stuff. And to, to some extent, yes, but I think it's super important just to bring people over. Like th- there needs to be no friction whatsoever between people mm. buying a brand new Nintendo console. And I think most importantly too, like you think about like, you know, if uh, say PlayStation had no backwards compatibility with PS4, there'd be so many games that just aren't available that are on PC and also on Xbox that you can that you can play. Like going back to stuff like Hollow Knight and a bunch of indie stuff that doesn't get ported and can run perfectly fine and doesn't mm. really need to be ported. You're going to be missing out on a bunch of stuff like that. Regardless of, you know, your, your own collection, you just want access to the last seven years of video games, which you won't get. Um, oh, for sure. Just have backwards compat- I think it's incredibly important. It's just, yeah, I, I don't want to like, just as long as it doesn't restrict what the next thing is. Like, yeah. say, the, say, say if the Switch had to be backwards compatible with the Wii U, so they gave it like an optical drive in the back, which sort of like looks like a PSP when you like, you know, put the disc in this handheld. And it's like, oh, well, we need a second screen. So they decide to add like a tiny little screen on top of it just so you can play your Wii U games. Like it makes no sense. So no, it's, it's so, yeah. yeah, it's going to hamper innovation, isn't it? Um, 
I, I kind of get what he means though, because I think Jim Ryan, even when he's talked about PlayStation, how they've gone through the years <laughs> and backwards compatibility, just uh, they don't that care. It's like yeah. people like say they want it, but I think they had the data and they like it showed that people weren't really using it. The proportion wasn't there for people actually using it for backwards compatibility. I mean, if the games are there and they're frequent, then yeah, I'm probably not going to be touching a lot of my Switch library, really. And so um, I think it all depends. Uh, I think the PS5 would have been so different without the PS4 backwards compatibility because there just wasn't a lot there to keep it going, really, at the start. And um, even the big sort of releases have been pretty few and far between. Um, But, you know, if they're not going to do physical, they need to do like this NSO online infrastructure carrying over like even digital games or something just to keep it. I don't know. There's a lot there. And uh, yeah, it's just one of those things. You build up a lot of trust in in the system and then for it to sort of, you know, your digital game doesn't carry over. I don't know. seems a bit of a, yeah. You see what Xbox do with their legacy stuff and how it moves across and that's a pretty amazing thing. And so, um yeah, I think Nintendo be a little crazy not to do it. Yeah, it's going to be a fascinating like couple of months just to work out what are they doing, like how they're going to handle it. Because yeah. I was watching a, a YouTube series about the Wii U from Scott Lawaz. He does like he did like mm. a, did two parter big yeah big one. two parter and there's still a three like a part three to come like two hours of video so six hours all up talking about the Wii U from start to finish. It's good, isn't and it? Yeah. Amazing. Because, like, the Wii U is a system for us. Like, finished high school and what I had to look forward to after exams, after the stress, was, like, the Wii U. Brand new Nintendo console coming out. And I got to admit, like, I was looking forward to it, but I wasn't ecstatic about it. It was, it didn't, didn't, like, line up with, like, the hype I had for the 3DS or the Wii when I was, like, you know, a lot younger than that. But mm. it was a system that I was there from day one to... <laughs> Whenever it died, which probably wasn't that long after, um, but not long. It, it gave me what it, it it reminded me of. Like I forgot about the smaller details. Like there was a direct every month, like like discussing like the tiniest little detail or the just what like stuff like you, we really didn't care about. But it's like, hey, look, um, this virtual console game's coming out. So, oh, wicked! And then six months later, that virtual console game comes out, like the amount of wait time on that was ridiculous and it yeah oh, it, oh, i think it i watched me, it yeah. it gave me anxiety i'm like oh my god i can't, I, cu- <laughs> I couldn't do that again i couldn't do that again i would ha- <laughs> like, yeah. if the switch 2 comes out and it's like just a blunder i'm like i i can't guys i can't do that again but um, no yeah i've got i remember got watching more, um <laughs> i've got more consoles now though so <laughs> i've got more places to go you'll and, find uh, something else that's right yeah. Uh, it, w- it was dark days uh, I, w- I watched the video and he talked about um how it sold so well in the first month of december there 2012 then it goes into january then it just falls off a cliff and like nintendo do this direct and they're just like talking about all these games that but they're not like not really ready with the gameplay trailer they're just like there's an upcoming game um and it's just an image and, uh, you know, it's, oh, here's Virtual Console and here's this and here's that. And, like, it would have been a pretty amazing direct if they had all these trailers ready to go um, and, not, and all these announcements. But uh, in the end, it wasn't really. It was just, I don't know, man, just uh, showing you there's something coming. It, it's coming. We don't know when, but, uh, you know, keep buying keep Wii U's <laughs> and uh, supporting us, please. I forgot that they announced the Wii U before Skyward Sword came out. Completely forgot about that. Mm. Like, 2011, E3, they're like, this is the Wii U. Um, the prototype gamepad, 
No, the only game that was announced was um, Lego City Undercover. No footage of a first-party mm. Nintendo game. And for a year, they didn't say a word about Wii U. Didn't say a word until the next E3 where they had like a direct showing off like how the Wii U gamepads changed. It's got analog sticks and NFC yeah. and, you know, the the big Nintendo Direct that had, um, you know, Zombie U and a bunch of stuff there. But, like, man, I, I can't believe how... I, I actually can I'm flabbergasted thinking about <laughs> it like 10 years ago how poorly ha- handled that system was like there was there was no way that thing should have ever gotten past QA at Nintendo there is no way that is the most poorly thought about console I've ever experienced in my life has like has like a has like a little it was yeah has like a little handful of good games which I would have been happy to buy it again mm-hmm. for. Like Super Smash Brothers and Mario Kart 8 are top five favorite games of mine. Yeah. Um, just amazing. Like I got so much usage out of it for that alone. But man, I like I think I think a, they learned yeah. one of the things was the launch lineup needs to be good. And uh like I like I've been a lifelong Nintendo fan. Like I didn't buy Wii U on launch. I uh it took me a couple of years until Mario Kart 8. I saw the trailers and I thought, no, this looks really cool. I'm going to get a Wii U. So I got a Wii U in 2014 after, you know, not straight away. Um, I got that one eventually. Year to get but, it. Uh, yep. Yep. That was the year to get it. There was some good releases that year and I thought, no, Wii U is good. But, um, you know, to, to, to release launch, sorry, with New Super Mario Bros. U, um, especially after New Super Mario Bros. 2 had come out six months earlier on the 3DS and especially after the Wii version and the DS version, like people were fatigued of it. Um, yeah, and it was just the the big Nintendo fans who bought it straight away, um, and that was about it. And because they all bought it in the first month of December, then no one else had a reason to to buy it. So, uh, yeah, like it, it's similar vibes going from one big console, the Wii to the Wii U, like we are now, from Switch to Switch Two. But uh, I think I think I think they've learned their lessons this time and uh, aren't going to take it for granted that they're going to guarantee be successful going into the next one because that's that's never a given especially with Nintendo. I hope they've learned their lesson because, Ugh. yeah. I, I have. I have. Mm. Very confident. I have been thinking like, you know, we might really think about these times as like the good times. Like with a new Already console. We're in a golden age right now. Yeah. Game prices on Nintendo hardware will go up. That will be one thing that we'll miss is like $80 games, first party games on Switch. We'll miss that because they will go up. Because, but yeah, I really do wish they would keep them down because I think uh, the benefit that Nintendo have is that they will have a weaker system. They can have like um, cheaper games um, developed on it. Apart from your odd Zelda or your odd big game, I'm more than happy like they did with Tears of the Kingdom, charging more. Yeah, I think that's good. But I think for the most part, I would like to see them stay at that eighty dollar level because it's like forty five dollars cheaper than a PlayStation Five game. Like it's just it's, it's a big it's difference. Ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, it's a big difference, um, and that makes a big difference for families and all of that, especially if you've yeah. a handheld and you're buying multiple copies. Like they've got you that way. Hopefully, they'll keep that in mind and keep the prices down. I don't mm. know, but I don't. It's, it's a trade off, isn't it? Because you know that PlayStation game will be half price within six months or something. It will you know go down in price and be pretty it's cheap true. in the end. Whereas the Nintendo one will stay at this medium ground and sort of stay there. And then if you want to sale, they'll get. Every once every three four months, well, not even three months, probably four to six months, there's a thirty three percent off sale for some select titles 
if you want a digital version. So it's pretty, you know, pretty standard and uh, not too often like a Ubisoft deal where it's discounted and you can just go, you know, just wait for, for the sale to happen before you buy something. So, um, yeah, it, it's, it, it's good to go up, doesn't it? It just makes sense for it to do. I don't like the idea of it, but, uh, yeah, like, and I, I buy my games physical, so I'm used to paying $68, $69 right now in Australia, even if it's an $80 retail game because they just do, it's just cheaper physical here for some reason. So, um, yeah, if it, it going into the seventies will will suck. It will. But we'll pay it because we yeah, have no we'll choice. Pay. Yeah, we'll pay it. Good, good on them. Give, <laughs> let's let's pay more. Good on them. Good yeah, on good corporations on making money. Yeah. We've got Bryce in the chat. How you going, Bryce? Good to see you, hey, Bryce. How you going, mate? It's, it's actually pretty cool here because you can see like people that um are on Twitch and on YouTube. It's pretty neat. Good here. Bryce says the issue with um with the rise of AI, they will probably keep cost keep prices down anyway. I think uh, I think ideally that's what will happen, but I think I think they'll just <laughs> up the prices anyway and sack people that you know the AI replaces and <sighs> just keep the prices the same. I think I don't think the savings will be put onto us, unfortunately, just across the industry, but. It feeds down, Drew, doesn't it? It's trickle down economics. That's how it works. It's, uh, I wish the workers I are going to benefit from all of this. Yeah, who knows? We'll who knows? See. <laughs> no, AI is scary though, because mm, it can it be is. very, very good, yeah, but also very dumb good. still. So I, I'm not too worried about it. It will, it will happen eventually. But uh, I think we've got some time. A little bit of time. We got, we got another year left anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think um, what I was thinking before we did the episode too, I, f- I thought this would be a good place to actually put our final thoughts before any official announcement or hints or leaks or anything like that about what will what do you think uh, the next system will be or how they how do you think they'll announce it when the, when do you think they'll announcement all of all of that sort of stuff because I can see if there's not a direct this month that we're looking for the next financial year where they'll be like all right here's a big blowout of Switch stuff or Switch 2 stuff. Um, and that's when they'll start announcing stuff and trickling stuff out. Yeah. Um, it's, it's happening soon, I feel. I just, I've, um, I don't know if you follow this um, Centro leaks on Twitter. They've just posted, um, it's, it's some Portuguese news outlet or some insider that's gotten a lot of stuff right recently in terms yeah, they of got, the They got a lot of stuff right leaks. for Pokemon especially. I yeah. followed them for the Pokemon stuff like a couple yes. of years ago. Mm. Yeah, so they've got a bit of a track record and they've talked about how it's probably going to be a direct next week. They said next week and they said it on a Sunday. So I'm like, when does next week start on a Sunday? And it does start from the next Sunday. So it's not this week. It'll be next week. Um, they didn't specify what it would be. But, um, you know, it would make sense. They, they've got to announce dates for Paper Mario and uh, Luigi's Mansion too, don't they? Plus anything else they have. Shadow dropped in the meantime, um, but but it sounds like uh, it's going to be in the next month or so that this announcement happens. So, um, which is really soon, uh, like um, means you know they're probably going to aim for a winter for us, a summer launch of this title of this sorry of this console, which is really not far away. I I upped my saver. I need to like uh, I was yes. I was budgeting <laughs> for a September uh, release, but uh, on the news. It, 
uh, today. I'm like, I need to bring that forward to June or July. I need to make sure I've got my $700 ready and waiting to, to buy this console. But uh, yeah, um, th- this leak has had some good uh, track record of late. So um, I'm kind of going with the vibe that that might be the case. And uh, you know, the stuff we talked about, the backwards compatibility just before and uh, how it's going to feed through to the Switch. Um, you know, I'm, I'm uh, sort of leaning towards that and uh, I'll probably be disappointed because things go wrong and things change, but uh, that's what I'm feeling. So <laughs> I think they keep it simple, Switch 2, but that's not the Nintendo way to do it. And uh, I just, you know, I just, yeah, hoping and expecting they do Switch 2, but uh, it wouldn't surprise me if it's some weird name and uh, <laughs> they go through the same issues they had with the Wii U maybe. But uh, what, what about you? What are you thinking? Yeah, just just off of that, I do really wonder, like, did they really learn a lesson from Wii U and 3DS where they thought, all right, we've got these really strong brands, DS and Wii, and using them for the next console, which I, you know, haven't done for a couple of generations, you know, apart from Nintendo and Super Nintendo. Like, did that scare them off? They've got a massive sort of brand with Switch, but has have they learned that look? we actually make a bigger splash with something new, something exciting, something that is different. It's not just like, oh, look, another Switch. And with like a massive sort of family market, you can, I think like a lot of families might look at like, oh, Switch 2. It's like, oh, look, you've already got a Switch. It's fine. But when it's like, oh, look, it's this thing, which is like completely different. Will that make a difference? Um, Will they be sort of more sort of willing to like just make something new and like it, it might even do the same thing it could very well be called switch 2 internally and be pretty much what you would expect from a switch 2 but just branding wise like they've got the message out there that yes they have a handheld you can play it on the tv and it switches to handheld when you take it out the dock like they've got that message across they've got it across for seven years it's worked very well and um do they need to keep telling people that that you can plug it in with a HDMI cord and play it on the TV. Don't know. Maybe they can sort of make a different name that sort of might communicate maybe just like the the games themselves or something. Like that. I, I I don't know. I'm not a marketer. I've got no idea what they're doing, but that's, yep. that is something that I'm sort of considering. Like, has it scared them off? Because it's in yeah. some ways it's similar with sequels too. Like, you know, some some games benefit from not being called something two or something four, but they're like just got like a colon, something something after. Yeah, yeah. Which is um. No, it's daunting for someone for... playing it. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Not, not, I just keep... not that um not that for the Switch two. It's like oh look, I've got to play all the Switch games on the Switch one before I can get to the second one. As otherwise, I won't understand the the context of the system. What's going on. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I just feel like it's more like it, like the mobile market. Like you get new phones year after year, and it's just the iPhone X and eleven and twelve, and it just keeps going up. And it's the Samsung twenty four now. They skipped a whole bunch yeah. of numbers, so it lines up with the gear now. And um, people I agree. upgrade because their phones, you know, are old or slow, and they need something a bit new with some nice new features, I suppose. And um, why, why should Nintendo really overcomplicate it? Really, in terms of adding, you know, really adding something that's not going to be of a big benefit to people, be the big draw card. So if they're going to do something like the portability that they brought with the Switch and having it on your TV to in your hand in an in instant, um, 
I don't know what, what's the point. They 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 streamline the switch so much with the menu with no Meverse and like Street Pass and no, they don't they didn't care about those non gaming sort of features. They sort of like it's just the game. You can play this game anywhere, and they kept it so simple and it just really sort of resonated. So, um, this is their one chance to not be Nintendo and uh, do something really different and alienating potentially. I don't know that like people don't care about AR or you know. Like having a camera on your Switch, would people really care about that? Things like that. I don't know. Yeah. So unless it's a really cool new thing, I can't really think of really anything. Um, unless they did VR really cool, but I think VR is really still niche still and uh, can be a bit of an issue for kids playing. So I wouldn't think that's a thing that they'd look to get into. I, I, I don't know. But um, they've done a bit with Labo. But uh, yeah, I, I, this is the one time I'm telling them not to not to do anything dramatically different. Just a more high-powered, um, ergonomically fitting Joy-Cons um, for games that look and run better. Um, I think that will please most people, surely. Yeah, like I, I think what yeah. I would really like is just a, a better Switch. I would like the option just to have as a solid unit, like a Switch Lite, but you know, like but bigger. Um, I don't really like how those the, the flex. When it comes to like the Joy Cons, the bit of a wobble. I really want a D pad. I'm so frustrated that I just don't have a D pad. It's even getting to the point now where I I play my 2D platformers elsewhere if I can, just because there's no, yep. there's no, there's, I've got buttons or like a really bad D pad on the Pro controller, which is which is frustrating. So I just want a D pad on my Nintendo console. Like I go back to the DS. I'm like, God, this thing has a great little D pad. <laughs> Why can't I have one on the Switch? Even like the option. I thought the idea of the Joy Con was that you could like swap it out and you know, you could like really have like unique controls for different games. You could just like take mm. them off, put them on the side. But that sort of never really happened. You only got like a few colors and that was sort of it. I do have a third party Joy-Con that um, has a D-pad, but you know, it's, it feels cheap and clunky compared to like your normal Joy-Con. It's not the same, is it? Yeah. yeah it's, it stands out. So what Nintendo's quality on the thing that yeah. you're playing with. Yeah. And the shapes, it's like a bit, little bit of a different shape, so it doesn't fit into my grips and all that stuff. And it's okay. Like, yeah, it's not quite the same. Yeah, a little bit frustrating. So, but I'd love to see some features like um, Street Pass and maybe not Meverse, but just some, some social aspect to come back, even if it's just like messaging and achievements or just something that like the PlayStation and Xbox have, where you can see your friends, you can see that they're playing that, you can see that they've recently played this and that they've unlocked this and you know just i like just perusing my friends list i do that quite often it's like the first thing i do i yeah. go on say like there's five people online oh cool go on oh josh is online he's playing prince of persia cool he's go online on. again see bryce he's been playing minecraft for um <laughs> <laughs> for ages oh wow i'm just playing a lot of minecraft let's get back into minecraft I, I love just going and see what my friends are playing mm. and um Switch does like the bare minimum of that. Like it doesn't record like your your playtime, which is frustrating because Wii U and 3DS did that like superbly. Yeah. Like I love those yeah. charts. I love venturing and looking at my stats oh, all the time. So it's amazing. The, like the fact it's in five hour blocks at the moment just is very annoying. Yeah, because yeah. I go back like I went back to my 3DS one. I'm like, what what was I playing? And it has like the day you played it, how long you played it. Has like yeah, that's right. the leaderboard of like your top played games and all that. It was just Check like out your months where you're playing a lot or nothing at all. Or yeah, yeah. it's back for it's, years. It was really cool. great. I don't know. I don't know. It's just like um, 
you know, I think if you're a gamer, you just look sort of naturally into stats. So when it comes like to your own stats, even if it's just like, how many hours did I have this software booted up and paused while I was um, outside and I accidentally mm. left the console on? Even that, man, it's like, oh, look, oh, nine hours. That's crazy. Like, it's just, just yeah. basic stuff. Um, so I'd like to say it's, like it's a useless info, stuff. but I know it now and it's interesting. Exactly. I feel. <laughs> exactly. But yeah. I think, it, I think whether you play it, whether you play it on those platforms or not, I think people do genuinely love that. Like at the end of the year, people are like, Oh look, these are my stats on PlayStation, Xbox, Steam. And like, you can see how many hours you played that year and what your most played game was. People just love it in general. I, I don't think it's like a, a weird thing. I think gamers just really do flock towards that type of thing. Like, whether you're playing first-person shooters, you're looking at like your loadouts and like the stats of all your equipment. You're playing RPGs. Mm. Like it's it's always in there. Like maybe if you, maybe if you just play Mario, you might be like, "What's the input latency on this bad boy?" Yeah. What's the like? Yeah. You might even be into numbers that way. Yeah. Or Correct. maybe how many lives you have, how many lives you've lost on a certain level. Like I lost fifty lives on this level. It's pretty hard. You're into stats yeah. there too. Look at that. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, just yeah. You, you you feel a bit more like uh, okay, like, this is how I'm playing. This is uh, how I am as a gamer, and uh, it's cool that the system tracks it. So, uh, this is the biggest area Nintendo can improve. The next console, I feel that would get a lot more buy-in from people, and because uh, yeah, like you're right. I see people on my Switch online, um, so I can sometimes play with them if they're playing a game I'm interested in. Like if you jump into Mario Kart 8 and I see you're in there, like that's easy for me to get like my cartridge in and, and join and play with you. Um, <laughs> scramble through your game collection, get your cartridge out, go up to the switch, do the little hatch up, push the card in, take it out, put it back in its case, take the card oh, out. So Mario Kart through, 8, isn't it? Oh, put oh, it in. And I'm just sitting there like, like a slob and I'm just wiping the Cheeto dust of my guts. And I just go over and tab over and press a jump oh. in. That. You poor man playing all your DS games, having to go through this as well. Like, oh, oh you're enjoying the game so much and then you have to switch out the game cartridge all the time. It's, oh. uh, it's so hard. It's, it's hard now, this, is, this is what they can do, though. They can uh, <laughs> have better online, better, like, like, it doesn't have to be a whole Miiverse thing, but just, like, messaging on the actual app, um, voice chat through the system. Um, I don't... Like people talk about trophies or achievements, like that'd be cool. I just don't see Nintendo doing it. Or um, well, they, they do it yeah. slightly now with the missions and rewards that you get through the NSO app at the bottom of your of your Switch. You get sort of platinum coins for doing certain things they want you to do, playing NSO or other other missions, things like that. So they're, they're dabbling into things like that. But yeah, all, all the things we mentioned with the the, the game tracking um, themes and things like that, there'd be some cool quick wins i feel just to sort of you know build a bit more of a community and get people sort of um a bit more sort of enthralled in it like like people can be with the playstation and xbox when they're online together so um they can do it but at the same time they don't need to in a way because we've worked out our workarounds through like discord or um nintendo's voice chat app if you wanted to use that you know we'll just call (laughs) each other on discord don't they instead that was by far the worst thing about switch like, oh, look, if you want to do online voice chat, we've got an app. But you can't lock your phone. The screen's got to be lit up the whole time. And it just, mm, like, I remember yeah. using it and, like, my phone was just, like, burning hot because it's just, like, lit up and it does it's, can't it's, be put yeah. to sleep. It's like, yeah, yeah. That, that was a Wii U moment. That was a serious Wii U moment early Switch. Yeah, well. It's just like, oh, 
Yeah, that was... Anyway, if you have your, your Switch as a, as a parent control one, you can track your gameplay time like really well. Like to like, so the features are there, but yeah, you just got to download this app, extra app and in it to changes the look of your switch when you like turn yeah. it on. It's like I put it on, but engaged. it didn't. It doesn't work. Like it still display. It displays zero when I go and look at the app. Like zero game okay. time. Like yeah. so something not set up right, I guess. But okay, it looks looks. It, like it annoyed me. It wasn't worth it for me, so I got rid of it. So, yeah, um, it's not worth for me yeah. either. No, so, I, I might need it on there in a few years' time anyway to parent control. Yeah. My, kids <laughs> but, but at oh. the end of the day if i get mario kart 9 i get a new 3d mario and i get the same sort of spoilers every you get them month every <laughs> month to two months of quality nintendo games i'm i'm pretty sorted and then and that is the main thing really that that looks better on better graphics and uh, you know better runs cleaner um you know um on a bigger screen but more ergonomic joy cons i think that's a that will tick off eight or nine of the ten things out of ten that people really need from an upgrade. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just just with Meverse, I just wanted to point out, but like, I came across my old blog. Um, it was like last year sometime. I, it was like in my bookmarks. So I'm like, oh yeah, it's my old blog. And I just, yep. And um, I I did like a a bit of a reoccurring sort of article every week or whenever I did it, and it was just like random stuff I found on the Meverse. And there was one particular yes. there was one particular week where I had it with screenshots and everything. I'll have to find it and like link it to you. But there was like a week where I was trying to well, just just to start off, like the moderation on Meverse was actually really good. Like if you draw a penis on yes. Meverse, it just yeah. it disappeared straight away. Like they had yep. some yep. algorithm where they just detected penis drawings really quick. So I I thought it was a bit of a challenge to try and sneak in a penis here and there to see see how quick it was picked up. Yep, yep. And uh, I did had like a picture of like um like Luigi just like with like um big nose. He's like yeah, like I can't remember exactly what it was, but he's like holding an umbrella yep. which like looks a little bit phallic, and like that gets taken down like pretty quickly. I'm like, All right, so like you make it yep. like a bit more inconspicuous as you go along. Yeah, and like <laughs> yeah. So that 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 amused me quite a lot, you know. That's how that's, that was a good that challenge, my, yeah. That was my fun on Wii U. I wasn't playing many games. There was like a few droughts, you know, between launch and Pikmin four, three, um, which was I mean, like almost yeah. a year. So I was just drawing. That's that's why to... they couldn't produce quality games because they were too busy moderating dick pics that Drew was uh, drawing, trying to yeah. get out there onto the Meverse. Yeah, Breath of the Wild. You know, it never came out on um on Wii U until obviously at the very end where it was a. Mm game across both switch and wii u but it might have came out a couple of years earlier like it might have came out 2015 when the game was originally announced to come out if a numa and the team wasn't like half working on <laughs> me versus uh moderation Correct. not getting bogged down and stuff that doesn't matter you know yeah so, they could have yeah. saved the console they could have saved the console i could have but um yeah th- there was no saving <laughs> the wii u there, there honestly was no saving that thing like it was just a bad piece of tech like it it was uh yeah a uh, lot, lot of things wrong with the wii u for sure and uh all, all obvious when you look back on it now but uh they didn't they didn't think so at the time did they which uh you know makes it all the more interesting i feel because mm. like i yeah. said feeling very nostalgic for wii and i'm actually feeling very hateful for the wii u <laughs> those emotions have come back the vengeance is still there yeah, mm. yeah. Yes. Mm. well hopefully How are you we feeling- hear about it uh, oh Yes. 
So you go. No, you, you finish. I was just saying, hopefully we hear about Switch 2 soon because I would like to play it. I would like to. I'm ready. Love my Switch, um, but I'd love to play something a bit more meatier. As part of these uh, rumors, though, um, what, what are you hoping or expecting for the Pokemon Day announcement that will probably happen? Um, I hope they come out and they Maybe go, hey, here's away. an update to our mobile games. And I hope they say... Um, there's uh, oh. no, there's no new Pokemon game this year. Um, we're we're actually gonna take, take our time. time. Yeah, like honestly, like I really do not want to hear about a Pokemon game this year. Like I'm just. What if it's a Let's Go or a Black and White remake? Black and White remake, I'll be pissed because what they did to Diamond and Pearl was just fucking disgraceful. <laughs> oh, they just took a shit all over that game. Like what, what a waste. What a waste. Like, their, their other remakes were, you know, what they did to them and b- brought those old Pokemon games into, like, the current age was um was great. It was always something to look forward to, having, like, old games that you love from your childhood uh, childhood brought into modern day. But um, Diamond and Pearl, they just, they made it look worse and um, that was kind of it. There was no it's new not what Pokemon. people wanted. There's no new Pokemon that weren't available in the original games, and like the, the just the only quality of life thing, thing, which which was actually you know great, is like the the uh, I guess no use of HMs. Like you can just use the moves and not have to teach them to your Pokemon. Yeah, that was a massive thing in those games because to go through Mount Coronet, you literally need to like I think six HMs. So that's like one Pokemon dedicated to HMs plus another half bit of like a HM yeah. slave just to all the, you know, cut and surf and, and everything. Um, yeah. Yeah. So like with black and white, you know, <laughs> they're the, some of the best games that like, they're super unique in the way they, the way they look and everything. Uh, just, I do not want to see them um, get touched, get touched by it, but especially yeah. so soon, like we, we just had a remake. Usually like remakes are like seven years in between. Like it, we won't been. get a black and white this year. I, I agree. It's too, yeah, no. it's too early. It's uh, yeah, we've only and, just and got people. Yeah, people are only saying it because of like the Pokemon socials. They're posting like all of the legendaries because of the, the DLC. The and DLC, they black- so they go to Innova, don't they? It's uh, yeah, they go to Innova. And yeah. when, it, when it get when it came to posting Zekrom and Reshiram, um, screenshots from black and white, everyone's like, oh, this is a hint of um remakes, but. Yep. In the past, Pokemon socials have never hinted at like a game that's going to be announced in a couple of weeks. From my knowledge, I don't like when it came to like, you know, the Hoenn games or anything like that. There was no like, oh, he's Groudon and Kyogre, and people have been like, mm. it gets announced. Like, I, I, Pokemon's never done that. I don't know why all of like the hysteria sort of comes around it now. But yeah, I'm, I'm feeling down on Pokemon, Josh. I, I don't like. I don't I'm like sorry, being, man. I don't like being down on it. Um, mm-hmm. I try not to try not to bring it up. <laughs> Have you heard of Power a, World? <laughs> well, I'll play Power World I'll, when I yeah. get my Game Pass. I'll play it, but that's yeah. that's not the itch that Pokemon scratches either. That's going to be a completely different game for the most a bit part. Different. Yeah, I think just like that's, aesthetically yeah. and that it's got monsters in it and all that. You know, it, obviously you can make the connections. I know um, Bryce has been playing heaps of Power World. He's played over a hundred hours. He's really enjoying it. Wow, so, nice. Yeah, he's um, that's awesome. He's uh, super into it. So, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll I'll get to it eventually. When it got announced, like I was like, oh cool, I'll give it a go. And 
here it came to Game Pass. I'm like, cool, I'll, I'll be playing it. But it's just this Ubisoft Plus sort of subscription sort of taken over for the month. So I've sort of dipped out of it. But I don't know. Yeah. I've got other stuff to play now, so I don't reckon I'll get straight back to Game Pass. So it's going to go on the back burner. And um, that's a good thing, I think. Like, it's an early access game, so the more time they have to cook it, the better. That's right. It's a... It, so. Yeah, it, it's got to do a few things, don't they? Yeah, yeah. But, Unless um, it just dies. Hopefully, it doesn't just die and disappear before I get to it. Oh, I, think, I don't think it will. It's only increasing in numbers of number of people playing, so it's yeah. I think it's here to stay. And uh, it's outsold Legends Arceus, like probably the Pokemon game you can compare it to the most. Yeah, which is correct. Yeah, it's crazy. More active players. Um, so yeah, you can probably very much expect the full game to come out now because I think this mm. developer publisher have had a bit of an issue in the past of actually fully releasing some games but uh, they've got enough money to not worry about net, that now but um, yeah I don't know I, th- I think this year I've heard rumblings of another let's go and it would make sense if it's a let's go Johto kind of a deal or something which would mm. uh, it's been a while between that and it's a cool like I don't know I feel like they've got obviously the main lines the remakes and then these this let's go thing could be another series they could do to sort of, you know, in between stuff. Cause they want to do a game a year. Um, and so we'll get an announcement for a game later this year. That's uh, you know, there will be a be somewhat sizable. Um, I know there will be, but man. Yeah. Just like the last what, what would you one. Want? Like- what would you want? Like a, you know, like a conquest or something or a new mystery dungeon. That'd be something. Cause yeah, we got to, I'll, you know, we got a new snap a couple of years ago and that was awesome and Detective yeah, Pikachu was, last year. I was year. about to say, like, my, my I, I just want more diversity when it comes to the spin-offs. Like, yeah. sort of Switch, Switch for Pokemon's been like, you know, you've had the main games, which have, you know, at, at very least Game Freak has struggled when it comes to developing for a HD console compared to 3DS. And on 3DS too, I'll argue that they struggled quite a lot on 3DS. Like, X and Y when it came out, it just it didn't have much content in it, and mm. in some ways you can sort of say give them slack because that's a timeline where they're like, all right, we're transitioning the 3D. The amount of assets and all that they would have had to make just just for that game would have been a lot. So you know, fair enough. Yep. But sort of you know, going on to the other games, I didn't I didn't really click with any of them necessarily. I even thought um, Alpha Sapphire and Omega Ruby were disappointing in their own ro- in their own ways because like okay. yeah, emerald's my f- one of my favorite games if not my favorite yep. game so i found them a little bit disappointing but in some ways they were pretty cool too like they didn't have the battle mm. frontier and a few features that were really great for emerald but yeah also inter- but they, they, they had also, some features of emerald though didn't they not just not all yeah but they introduced yeah. like some features that we dreamed about when we were kids like literally dreamed about like the rumors, like if you go to like the the space station, if you talk to him a hundred days in a row, he'll, he'll you know take you in a rocket. You go to outer space and you'll and you'll fight Deoxys. And that obviously wasn't in the game, but in in the remakes, that was post game. You know, you literally yep. did that. You literally went to the space station. They took you out of space and you fought Deoxys with with um Mega Evolved uh, Rayquaza, which was just like holy yep. shit, like that's awesome, like. That's like literally cool moment. Yeah, the rumors. So it, it did a little, lot of cool things, but um, yeah. yeah, I think we, we've switched. I, I just wish there was more diversity. Like when it came to the 
the third party or not the third party, but the, the spin-off games, like I'd love to see like an, an animal crossing or a farming simulator, Pokemon game. I'd love to see more Pokemon puzzle games. I'd love to see Pokemon pinball, whether it like another, oh, yeah, mystery dun- yeah. another mystery dungeon. We've already had heaps of them, but I'd like to see a unique one on switch and just like, um, a Pokemon platform or a Pokemon racing game. Like I'd like just to see, you know, there's a whole company dedicated to Pokemon and they can find partners, whether it's at Bandai Namco for Pokemon Snap or um, was it Chunsoft for Mystery Dungeon? Like, they've, mm. I just wish like there was a more dedicated team there to outsourcing Pokemon games, high quality Pokemon games, mind you, um, that aren't just like what they're yeah. what they seem to be really concentrating on, which is the the mobile games, Pokemon Unite, um, Pokemon Go, obviously. Oh, I kept on forgetting yeah. the I forgot the name of the other one. Um, which I Pokemon Masters, that's the one. XD. Yep. Um, yeah, just stuff like that. Like, you know, that stuff really doesn't that seems predatory to me when it comes to like a kid's franchise. I think Pokemon Go is pretty good, but yeah, Masters and that. I don't know. I'm I'm just feeling a bit like they could do a lot more and a lot better where they are doing anything. I don't know. Don't know. What would they, you they like do to a see? lot? What would you like yeah, to see? Um, I I love I love the spin offs as well. Um I I would love to see a new pinball. I uh, love uh, puzzle and pinball games, and so uh, that'd be a fun one too. Because we'll have um, eventually we'll get to you know Pokemon pinball on the GB and the Pokemon uh, the Sapphire uh, the GBA version as well come along. So that that'd be fun. But uh, a, a new one would be cool. Um, I yeah, just yeah, like a, a nice new spin off. Like I haven't done a conquest, I haven't played a conquest game before, so I'd love to play like a remake of that one or, or a new one altogether. Um, you know, they're, they're talking about this being like a Zelda, like one a year. So I, w- I want something new, new and different this year. So um, definitely don't want a black and white remake in the same style as uh, as Diamond and Pearl because I think that was you know not what people wanted because they wanted the game to look like the modern contemporary equivalent, um, which would have been, you know, like the sword and shield and a bit more like that. And, um, you know, content from platinum installed in as well, which wouldn't have, uh, you know, which they didn't do, which I think was a bit of a miss, you know, a bit of a miss and they were, they were doing uh, day one patches. And so I feel like they were really rushing to get this ready and uh, out the door, um, you know, well, they, and they, they didn't have the time. In the to opening sort of, cut scene. Yeah. So, you know, the they're fuck? running short for time. <laughs> Christ almighty, take... So... They already had um, another game coming out in another two months. They could have. Yeah. Just... Correct. Oh, anyway. So, so it's just it's one of those things, I think we expect stuff yearly, um, but they should be, obviously, care and uh, a, a certain degree of, like, high quality to what they do. And we only say that because it is, like, the highest grossing franchise ever. And uh, they have the money. It's not an issue of uh, them not affording it. It is something they can definitely do. So, um, yeah, oh, w- whatever spinoff they, they announced this year, I'll, I'll be really keen to play because, yeah, I mean, Detective Picture wasn't amazing last year, but I still had fun sort of uh, going through the story and understanding that that new world and um, before that with Pokemon. That's Pokemon true. Stab. I should, that I should give them, yeah, I should give them credit for Detective Pikachu. It's just... It wasn't my thing, yeah. but um, no, you know, it's it's a kids franchise, so yeah, it's it's made for younger people. I did forget about that. I need to give them credit for that, but yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. Um, if anything, yeah, more of stuff like Detective Pikachu. But I really do think like an Animal Crossing farming 
game with Pokemon in it would kill. Oh, that totally work. Yeah, correct. Yeah, and I think it's obvious correct. too, but a crafting game with Pokemon in it would work too. I know Legends Arceus had heavy crafting in it, but like a, a more survival game like like Power World with what's that doing? That's obviously got a bit of a, a hunger for that type of thing too. Yeah. So oh, I, I want to see another Legends game. I can't wait for the next game they have in that series. That won't be for another little while, but uh, no, that was great. I love yeah. the foundation they built on that and, and what it could lead to for future future Legends games. Yeah. So, yeah, well, more, more I, of that. I guess just with um, with the direction they're going in, when it comes to the Pokemon Presents, I'll be, I'll be intrigued. Like, all right, what are you... Have you been able to take on feedback from Scarlet and Violet this quickly? Actually, that's a that's something I'd like to see. I'd like yeah. to see them remake Scarlet and Violet. Just <laughs> remake that. Maybe as a free update. I don't want to buy it again. I don't want an Ultra Ugh. Sun, Ultra Moon situation where the next year they're like, hey, look, we added a bunch of stuff. It's like I didn't like it the first time. <laughs> Can you imagine it comes out on the uh, Switch 2 upgraded and, uh, you know, $10 extra and they fix it the way that people wanted. Would people bag them out for that? They've just sort of double dipped again and uh, now it's good. Hmm. Yeah, well, we'll find out. But then, like, we're listening to you, but uh, at the same time, you're also trying to gouge us for another $80, $90 now for the same game. (laughs) Oh, boy. I mean, hey, they could do it. Um, NSO, I think we need more Pokemon on that too. So there's a lot of classic games. I know the mainline stuff will probably be a bit of a contentious thing because they'll be so popular on the NSO service. Um, I think... They probably want to be strategic and when they do that, if they do it at all, is that something they say for the Switch too? Because I think that'd be a cool thing, an extra thing to get people across the line. I don't know. Yes, but for like Game Boy games, yeah. like come on, just let me. I mean, people. If you don't want to put them on a subscription they? service, just let me buy them. I'll buy them. I'll buy a collection, please. Yeah, just yeah. Let me do yeah, it. Because sure. um. So, yeah. So what they do with that, I think, is a very interesting idea concept because it could go in many different ways. Yeah. Mm. yeah, I think I think a lot of people are just are feeling similar to me when it comes to Pokemon, um, especially maybe if you're a bit older and you're a bit more of like a, a seasoned gamer or whatever. I think like yeah. a, the main audience that they care about is just like the kids and the casuals and all that. They don't probably don't notice to some extent and they'll um, yeah. the Pokemon series won't sell any worse. But yeah, it is um, it's a frustrating well. thing. Yeah, especially in contrast to just how everything else is going. Like you compare it to Mario or Zelda or Pikmin or Smash Brothers or, you know, all the other big Nintendo franchises. It's just, it's night and day compared to the evolution that we've seen those series go on with Switch and, you know, Nintendo with time and money and resources and an understanding of HD development. It's just, um, Pokemon's in a different place. I guess they've uh, actually gotten better, haven't they? Where these games haven't. I think, um, I guess uh, my optimistic hope is just that, like, you know, the Switch generation is what they needed to make a team and evolve around HD console development. And they've made an open world game and a semi open world game and a, a, a game like Let's Go and experimented with an external team, Ilka, doing the remake Diamond and Pearl. They've gotten that feedback from fans, which is kind of one very different um, sides of the coin where mm. uh, it's the best fastest selling Nintendo game of all time. And it's also probably like the game people point to and go just shake their head at and go, what the hell is this? So I, yeah. I wouldn't know if, if I was a board member, I wouldn't know what to say. 
I'm like, will we do this again if we do something like this? Or is everybody just talking shit? Because gamers, they talk, they talk a big talk, but when it comes to actually putting your money where your mouth is, a lot of people don't. Like, No, I guess right. The next Pokemon yep. game, yep. will I buy it? I will because I've started, <laughs> I've got a physical Switch collection of like Pokemon games. You do, like, yes. Like, yeah. That's what I mean. Like, yeah. So, so I can't, what's the point for them trying harder? Because they're just going to sell anyway, and uh, there's no. That's know, assuming real it's not like a complete mess. Like, if they just show the same thing again, I probably actually wouldn't want that in the collection. <laughs> like, all right, maybe, maybe not. Maybe I don't want a complete yeah, collection yeah. if they're going to do that. Mm. But yeah, mm. I don't know. I I had fun with Scarlet and Violet enough, but I played it for 45 hours and I just stopped. And then I looked at Sword and Shield. Um, I played that for closer to 100 hours. And so, I don't know, I look back at it and, like, I haven't quite got my money out of it and uh, haven't been motivated to get back into it. So, I think that's a bit sad. 45 hours, man. I, I know. Like, like, But, like, compared to a lot of the other previous entries, I'm, I'm playing, like, 100 hours or something or close to or higher. Yeah. Like, like, my OG Diamond and Pearl saves were 150 hours just, to, you know, playing Pokemon and catching things and, and doing everything. So... Yeah, on Sword, I yeah. did two hundred, like over two hundred hours. A lot of it was just yeah. like brainless shiny hunting. Yeah, um, that's right. But yeah, I had a competitive team and all that. Did the, I loved yep. the DLC for those games? Yeah, mm. I got a quite a good spot in my heart for Sword and Shield, actually. Yeah. Um, actually How's the really, DLC for Scarlet Violet though? Um, I've only done the first. I've only done the first one. I haven't played through the second um, part yeah. yet. But it, it was good. It was good. It had like a cute little story and a. You know what you expect from a a Pokemon DLC, which is exactly mm. what I kind of want, which is just like a yeah. another area which isn't too big or isn't too small. New Pokemon to catch, you know, new stuff to do. That's kind of exactly what I want from the DLC. So when it comes to like how they expand their games with their expansions, it's kind of exactly what I want. So I'm actually really mm. happy with that. It's just like okay. the base game they didn't fix it, so you still got those same problems. Like, you know, I'm like, oh, I'm like looking around, like I want to see what Pokemon's in this new area. And like, that really tickles me. I love, I love that it's open world, that I can just mm. go and go oh, like, what, like yeah. I didn't get any of the leaks or anything for the new Pokemon. So I'm like, what is that? And I run up to it type of thing. But then like it disappears or like the gr- grass and the lighting's flickering or a fall through the world or like, there was just, I was always drawn out of it. Like, yeah, it was just, um, need mm. to be polished a little bit more but i think just to that finish this pokemon yeah. this pokemon topic let's talk about something we like in the pokemon universe just like a game mm-hmm. that you really love could be a spin-off or a mainline game whatever have you but what's like a pokemon game you really love that um when you think about like your love for the franchise where does your mind go um oh it is pokemon xd gale of darkness on the gamecube uh, yeah oh, nice. i loved yeah. that 3d entry into the series for you know something that wasn't quite the mainline Pokemon game, but it was adjacent to it. Um, but it had a nice, cool twist to it. Um, I don't know, just as a kid, it was like, like I love my Pokemon on my handheld, but imagine if it was on the actual main console, like the home console, and how cool it would look and um, play and feel. And uh, this is the closest we ever got, I feel, um, before we got, you know, on the Switch now, this 3D, what we're in now. But, um, uh, yeah, it, it holds up really well. It's a... Pretty polished looking game. Um, got the shadow Pokemon, so you're still catching them. Um, but you don't catch any in the wild. But uh, it's got a cool story. I uh, I think it's a cool gem. And, uh, you know, people 
it came late in the GameCube's life and uh, not a lot of people played it on the original hardware, I feel. A lot of people might have tried it out later on other means of doing it. But um, yeah, that's, that's one of the fond memories I have as a kid outside of um, probably uh, Silver, Pokemon Silver. I, I loved, that's probably my favorite mainline game. A um, lot, lot of time for Johto and uh, not because it was just the eight badges there, but you got to go back to Kanto as well and, and do all 16. So like uh, bang, bang for your buck and uh, all the extra things I had in that game. Okay, no, very cool. Yeah, awesome. And because like, you're you're emerald, you're emerald, you're you're you're, uh, you're happy place, isn't it? The place emerald you go is to. my happy place. Yeah. But, um, it's funny because yeah, Gen three is my favorite generation. Yeah, you know, it was my first one. I got a lot of nostalgia for it, and I think I genuinely think like Emerald is, um, like one of the better games in the franchise. But it, it that that makes it sort of odd because. I haven't played Colosseum or XD. It's but it's a massive sort of blind spot for me in a in a mm. franchise I've pretty much played everything in. But those are just games I've never gotten back to. And I've this year I'm definitely going to be playing Colosseum. I've got it loaded up. I want to play it. And I even got like the hardware that I needed to like, you know, put my Emerald save onto PC so then I could do like the cross sort of um not cross save, but you know, cross compatibility with the GameCube and Game Boy Advance where I can um, use my Pokemon in Pokemon Coliseum and mm. use the, the bonus disc to get Dirachi onto Pokemon Emerald and like do all that stuff um, just through emulation. But I can put it back onto my um, official cart legitimately. So I've actually invested in that. So I'm actually like going to do it. You're going to um, do it. It's going to happen. Yeah. If you keep talking out loud with it, we'll, we'll make it happen. But I think it's just like a, it's something that I missed because I really wanted the GameCube for Coliseum and Mario Sunshine. and um, I've told this story a million times, but my mum basically went into like the local game shop, um, Game Traders, and the guy said, look, GameCubes aren't very good. You should get a PlayStation 2. Yep. And yep. she came back and said, hey, look, you know, apparently they're not very good, but do you want a PS2 for Christmas? I'm like, oh, nah. I, I, no. like, all, my friend, all my friends had one. So I'm like, oh, look, I'll just go around mm-hmm. there. And I had no desire for one. It's kind of weird in hindsight. Like, you reckon a kid would just be like, oh, yeah, sure. Well, spent 200 bucks or something. My money, <laughs> get me a PlayStation. That'd be cool. That'd yeah. Be great. There's, there's like thousands of games I'd be happy to play on that thing. Um, but no, I wanted it for like very spe- specific Nintendo games. I didn't have a console at all at the time. And um, I think, yeah, it just escaped me then. And it's like, the it's like, I guess the, the biggest backlog game I've got really, but it's just slipped and yeah. slipped and slipped. And I'm complaining about uh, these Pokemon games that are coming out and that I'm not pleased with them, but, I'm ignoring this like really strange one from my childhood, which I missed, which is like, I always talk about people like who really love Mario Galaxy and like, well, there's a sequel to it if you never played it. This guy. So go and play that. Your mind will be blown. You can go back to 2010 and just relive like a a more polished, better version of Mario Galaxy. It's kind of surreal if you haven't played it. Such a good game. Um, And it's the same with me with Pokemon. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, you you just watch. It, they're going to announce a remastered version at the Pokemon Presents coming up. Can you imagine that? See, we'll see you okay, see. okay, that is something I'll be like, okay, good, pretty good. But it won't happen, but that'd be great. Uh, Genesis, that, we're, we're in a GameCube Renaissance of remakes right now, it, and they're doing yeah. it all before NSO becomes a thing. And uh, you know, GameCube games are never really played by the majority of people. So, mm. um, yeah, that's true. Could you imagine? Wouldn't surprise like, get, me. Wouldn't surprise yeah, get, me. You get remade Pokemon, like, yeah, Coliseum and XD, 
And you got Paper Mario, you got the Pikmin games last year. Like and Metroid Prime, Pikmin. Yeah, yep. of course, Metroid Prime, yeah. Yep. What's left? Like F Zero and the Star Fox games. GX is rumored as well. Like it's uh we've had Sunshine like with the three D All Stars. Uh, yeah. And then GX is a, an amazing game. Like Sega hit it out of the park. And they, they made that game in such a short time as well. Uh, the the cutscenes are so cool. The physics, all of it is, uh, it's, um, it's, it's, yeah, like uh, amazing. I, I really just, like, I would take a remastered version of that as the next step to keep F-Zero alive and well. Yeah, just touch up these GameCube yeah. games for us. Yeah. What else could they do? Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, they're the big ones for me. I mean, Wario World's always a weird one that uh, I don't feel like a lot of people talk about. They're, they're There's no way Wario they can do a remaster of Wario World and market that and expect people to buy it. Like, Yeah, maybe, maybe it's a, not as much. It's a great re-release, great re-release, you know, give yeah. people the option to play it, but to, to do like a full re, re, remaster yeah. for it, it's a bit much. I've had the rumors of Wind Waker, of course, and uh, Twilight Princess, both GameCube games, already out on the Wii U, though, so... Yeah, whether they do do that or not. Yeah, true. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people are waiting for Wind Waker and Twilight Princess to come yes. out for Switch. Me included, but at yeah. the same time, it's kind of... It's kind of I don't know. It's been that don't long know. now. Yeah. Let's go back to where you can play it. Just suffer on that thing. <laughs> if they're going to do a Zelda game a year, what's the one for this year? Good question. Probably them. <laughs> Yeah, probably It'd be an easy one to do, wouldn't it? To uh, to keep things moving. Just another GameCube game out there. Yeah. So um, mm. they've done most of these. They've remade most, haven't they? Link Between Worlds would be cool. I just want a brand new two D Zelda game. I don't want to re. Oh, I don't really want to remake or remaster of anything. Just I love a love a new one. Yeah. 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 I think. Uh, yeah. I think two uh, D Zeldas. Sitting along the 3Ds while we wait for those big ones is uh, the way to go. It's it's not Nintendo, but I really want like a HD 2D remake of Chrono Trigger. I'd love to see that because that's another it's game. We've been doing list. every other game, remastering and bringing it back, but the, the big holy grail. So I feel like they're even, saving it for something. Like, the, like the, uh, the 30th next year. <laughs> Chrono, yeah. yeah, they've done Chrono Cross, haven't they? I feel like next year with the 30th, it will line up for that maybe. Mm. Yeah, because I've don't got know. the uh, I've got the DS version. I had I've, that uh, and I sold started, it. Oh, dude! I had a physical of that and I I got rid of it. Big mistake. Because mm. uh, back yeah. in the day, um, back on the my day. DS, I had a an R four card, R four card, little DS cartridge with an SD card in it. You can put ROMs on it. Uh, okay. And yep. uh, that that's how that's how I played like a. a a few games which I really enjoyed, but I would have never found or bought. Um, mm. Probably the biggest example of that is Aviva Pinata on DS. There was a DS version of Aviva Pinata. It was published it was by THQ. And I fell in love with that game. I got so addicted to it. Like at the same time, like I discovered Animal Crossing Wild World. Love Aviva Pinata on DS. It's actually great. I, I couldn't imagine going what it looks like now. I'm sure it looks a little bit blurry and a little bit whatever. Even Pinata and DS, wow, okay. Yeah, because on 360, I, I I remember how I viewed that game um, when the Xbox 360 came out and looking at it in the shops, like looking at the back of the cover, I'm like, this game is amazing. Like, it's gorgeous. It's just stunning. Like, mm. one of the best looking games I've ever seen in my life. Like, it probably still looks really nice is how colourful and that it is. But yeah, yeah playing on DS, it. DS, it was different. It was like more isometric, like top view. Yeah. 
And it was like the same gameplay, you know, you got little a little bit of land and you get your little pinatas to fall in love with each other and get candy and you can expand your land. Um, it was actually, it was, it was really great. It sort of worked really well on DS, but that's um, sort of a a huge sort yeah. of detour to where I was going. I had Chrono Trigger, <laughs> I had Chrono Trigger on um, the R4 card, but the, the ROM was dodgy. So whenever you got through like, I guess the part when you like, you teleported back in time, it froze and I couldn't get past it. Ah, uh, damn. And yep. um, yeah, let's just get some an, an official release to fix that now. Yeah, so yeah, I mm. I do I would like to pick up an actual copy of it, but yeah, that is a game that's really expensive. I did see there's a oh, copy yeah. on I, I found a copy on Facebook Marketplace, um, which is a hundred bucks. Hundred bucks. It's pretty good. It's, it's not it's not very close to me though. Um, it's like about an hour, well, it's a bit over an hour's drive. But did did it ever get released here? Like with a yeah, it did oh, I got it? Yeah, unless it got imported. Whenever I see it, it's always got an American rating. So it it might have been a PAL version or um yeah 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 no, yeah okay. So you can you can get them for yeah about yeah a bit over a hundred on eBay. Yep. So better than the actual Super Nintendo um version. Much, mm. much more affordable. But uh, that, that's coming, surely. That's uh, the remake in that. That has to be uh, not too yeah, far away. The thing. I've got all these games lined up where I finally mm. want to play them, but are they going to remake them, remaster them, re-release them? I don't know. Yes, it can hold you back a bit, can't it? Knowing that to uh, just yeah. wait for the... Yeah. Yeah, that, that's holding me back from properly doing Wind Waker now. Mm-hmm. Give that a go. Because uh, like it'll come out on Switch too. It'll be nice and better. Why would I? Why would I play it on the old stuff? Because I, I still want to play the uh, the Pikmin games one and two. Where should I play mm. them? Should I play them in my Wii Renaissance sort of mood and play them on Wii with the Wii Mote and all that, or should I play them on Switch? They are great on the Wii with the Wii motion. Oh, I was controls. thinking that. That sounds like the pointer. Fun. They yeah. they are. It is. It works really well. Like um, they've done a really good job on the Switch to sort of adapt it and not need that um, motion controls, but uh, it is the best way to play it on the, on the Wii. So I would definitely recommend um, if you got it on the Wii or however you can homebrew it to make it work um, and do, do that. Cause it's a, uh, yeah. And, and, and the first game is really quick. So you, you'll go through it and you'll get the vibe of whether, whether you're, you, you actually uh, liking this or not. And yeah, uh, I have played um, probably an hour of the first one. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. I think I will mm. play it on Wii. That sounds like fun. Yeah. Wii's way to do it. So, yeah, they were great with the, the new control um, plus, um, new, new play control, sorry, um, on back in the day, bringing those uh, GameCube titles to the Wii. Kind of like what they did with the with the Wii U to the Switch, all those games they sort of uh, brought back, brought over to the Switch for better sales and things like that. So that, that was the way I uh, got into Pikmin. It wasn't even on the GameCube. It was uh, later on on the Wii when they re-released it for them. I do wish that when I had the Wii when it was relevant that I did play more of those games. I did just like, oh, yeah. look, Pikmin. I never played that and just bought it. But that that's the downside of just Nintendo games never going to, going down in price. Cause oh, <laughs> like yeah, you can't, for sure. Like you, you, you've got to pick your games because they're probably... Especially back then as money. a kid, it was uh, yeah, you know, only going to yeah. get a couple a year or something. Cause, yeah, I remember when Not I got like my us three, now with adult money. Oh, we got so much money now. We're adults. All we're the adult money. Mm. Just, 
don't spend it on blow and spend it on games. Do what you want. Do what you it's want. Your own money. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> when I got my 360, that was my first non-Nintendo console, and I was just like, you know, go and pick up Bioshock for 15 bucks, Red Dead Redemption for 30. So I was like, holy yeah, crap. Like, <laughs> you just load up for the price yep. of like, just, I don't know, new Super Mario Brothers Wii. <laughs> Oh, it's pretty crazy. If you, if you wait a few years, it's pretty good being on a modern system, isn't it? Just buy the games a few years after and uh, you're cheering. Yeah. Yeah. Catch up. Catch up now. All right. Well, we better finish the episode there, Josh. It's uh, two hours into the show. so. Oh, there you go. Look at that. Yeah. Thank you very much for joining me, Josh. It's uh, been a lot of fun and hopefully we'll have much more fun as the as the years. And Well, not years, let's not say years yet. <laughs> won't, give you, won't give you that dedication yet. As the weeks go on, eh? Yeah, yeah. See if, oh. see if, see if you last a month, eh? I, I'm, get, um, yeah, but no, no, Drew, thank you. I'm incredibly humbled you've actually extended the invitation, the older branch, to have me on. Um, I've been a big fan of the show um, for a little while beforehand, so for a while, actually. So um, I really enjoy it. Uh, love, love talking to you, mate. So this will be really looking forward to doing this every, every Monday night and tuning in. So it'd be great. Yeah, absolutely. And like this episode was a bit more just all over the place. Going forward, we'll try and structure it a little bit more, have segments. We want to sort of uh, really talk about like the games we're you know, playing and like talk about the actual games themselves. We don't want to be bogged down with too much like rumors and speculation when it comes mm. to like Switch 2 and stuff. But um, I felt today would just be like a good time to get that out of our system a little bit. Unless like something major comes out where there's like literally like photo evidence and all that type of thing. Yeah. Um, really want to no, focus change. on the game on the games themselves, like do book clubs and talk about games that we're playing from our backlog. I'm going to be playing like a lot of stuff from Wii DS. Um, like I said, I want to do Chrono Trigger stuff on GameCube. I got like a bunch of stuff. I'm really excited to play. And Switch isn't slowing down anytime soon either. Like another code re, re I want to say collection, but um, recollection. Recollection. Yes, and uh, Mario vs Donkey Kong this week, which I'm really excited for as well. I'm a big fan of that series. Heck yeah. And the Donkey Kong's actually the series I've been playing most this year. Like I played five of those games. <laughs> They're so good. An, an amazing amazing platformers. Yeah. yeah you need one of those. DK yeah. King of Swing though. That can go and die in a hole. <laughs> I've always seen it. Never thought to play it. It's always been one of those ones I thought, no, nah, that doesn't look great. I'll leave um, it. Yeah, that, Is it that, DS that, or that, GBA? Uh, both. There was a Game Boy Advance game then it got a sequel on DS. Okay, and, cool. Um, I think I'll we might get an NSO the... soon. Yeah. We might. Um, <laughs> just just before we go, I just want to say, like, I looked up a like a let's play of the game. Like, oh, look, it took this guy like an hour to play the game, like beat the game. Cool. That, it will probably he didn't die, didn't take, he didn't get one hit. So he's very good at the game. Um, so I'm like, oh, look, it'll take me four hours. You know, I'll die a bit. I'll do this. Um, I checked my 3DS clock. Took me like probably nine and a half hours <laughs> like every level was just a struggle yep. oh man because like the game using like the the bumper buttons to use as donkey kong's hands as he like climbs and swings and um as you're going on throughout the throughout the game like you got to be very precise when like you press the button to grab and get yep. your momentum up while you're swinging and obstacles oh man because <laughs> i yeah i got through the game like quickly as far as like days go it only took, I started like lunchtime because I had like the 
I've got the time off and I played it through like lunchtime through like two o'clock in the morning. <laughs> like, you know, in, in bits and yeah, yeah, in between stuff. And yep, like yep. I wanted I wanted to finish it because it I really didn't think it was gonna be like a game where I just sit down and beat it. But I'm like I got to like the end boss or the end level. I'm like, I, I gotta go to bed. I can't do it. She's yeah, I, picked it up, I, yeah. I picked it up the morning afterwards and I grinded my teeth into it a bit more and I got through it. But yeah, I hated it. <laughs> I love the other Donkey Kong oh, games. You, you, the painting, games I can't, can't wait to play it now. <laughs> yeah, man. Nah, but you're watching the speed run. He's probably done it like hundreds of times. Yeah. And you're comparing himself yourself to him. Yeah. People in the comments were like yeah. kind of flabbergasted, I think, about yeah, the skill of this person playing the game. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah, it, it set me up for disappointment, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, keen to talk about a bunch of different games. Mm. Going to be keeping up with all the all the new stuff coming out as well as just a bunch of old stuff that you know, we missed or we just love. It's going to be a lot of fun. Mm. I can't wait to do it with you, Josh. It's going to be going to be a great time. It will be. I'm looking forward to it too, mate. It'll be, be really good. Yeah. Bloody oath. All right, guys. Thank Bloody you very beautiful. much for listening to the show and uh, we'll catch you next week for another episode of The House Mario. Catch you later. Bye, everyone.